You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. Hey, it's Michael. Nothing? No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like I paused. I was like, I don't even know what to say because usually Michael says something ridiculous and nope. I follow up. We're, we're, we don't have time. Uh, you're on, you're on a, you're uh, on a schedule. Oh, we don't have time. Yeah, you're Michael, on schedule. wait. Yeah. There's, There's no, no time. time. <laughs> Shout out to our Patreon listeners for our BVS commentary last week. That's actually a reference from what we were talking about. Torturous, torturous episode. <laughs> the logic of BVS. Yes. Spoilers, there is none. There is an absolutely none. Yeah, but if you want to be, uh, if you want to listen to our three-hour commentary on BVS and other movies in the future, just sign up for our Patreon. That's, I think, the class 1A tier. It's yeah, $10. then having a talk for three hours straight is pretty hard. <laughs> I thought it was fun. No. And I listened to it in hindsight. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, we're pretty good. We're not like Fat Man on Batman level, but we're, we're, we're pretty decent. I hated it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like I said, man, that was the deep end of the pool. You can't get any harder than BVS. It's three hours of like... I'm, I'm, I was like, I have nothing to say about this movie. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> you say that, but we talked for three hours. <laughs> so I don't understand. You say nothing to, to force say. force myself. Okay. Well, uh... Speaking of forcing yourself, we had to force ourselves to watch a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, but at least this week you did watch CW, right? Did you watch CW? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> did you watch Legends? No, except Legends. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> did you watch Titans? Well, that's not CW. I still DC though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how good Legends was, but actually, I like. I, for once, I actually was like, huh, I kind of like Titans this episode. They introduced the Doom Patrol. You want to know how good Legends was? How good was Legends? It wasn't. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> good choice, then. Uh, maybe give like a little sh- quick 10-second review or whatever of that, and I'll give a 10-second review of Titans. We'll trade DC bad show information. Um, we also have, you know, the usual we've got. So we're going to go through DC for CW, Titans. we got Goblin Slayer for anime. And unfortunately, because we have a short podcast this week, um, like, like Michael said, there's no time. Uh, Waz's not going to be on this week. He'll be on next week. Podcast of Broken Promises. Yeah, I was about to say, sorry, <laughs> why this time you got to blame Jordan. Yeah, this time's my fault. I got somewhere that got to be after this podcast. So. What, do, what do I keep saying to Jordan every time? Don't promise <laughs> something for the next week's episode. All right, so no promises. it's not going to happen. Because I'm not going to promise you shit, Juan, <laughs> and then you're going to be on next week. So that's how it's going to work. <laughs> uh, before we get into all that, though, we have iTunes reviews. And we don't have any iTunes reviews. Okay. So <laughs> it's very good for our lack of time. This we do have emails sucks. no reviews yeah come on guys what's, what's up you're slacking do work but yeah leave us itunes review it helps us support the show yada yada but we do have emails uh let's jump into those real quick instead here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to well and our first email comes from the halloween curse is broken is rory grace 
Hey, Blurds, the end of October turned me into a villain for a couple of days, but the number 10 hero is back to normal. Gang Orca Protection Incorporated, Gopi, has a new mission to help you take over the Blurdverse. Our VP, JC, approved the decision, so congrats to the gang is ready to go. Uh, I should explain how the magic works in RPGs for the uninformed. Depending on your level, you can only use a certain amount of spells per day. Oh, I guess... Rory's explaining the, the, the concept of how magic works in Goblin Slayer. Uh-huh, yeah. And in RPGs, I guess, in general. Tabletops and such. Because it's really Goblin Slayer is based on like Dungeons and Dragons. It is. It's based on that kind of like classic RPG fantasy. Um, depending on your level, you can only use a certain <laughs> amount of spells per day. Like, for Ugh. instance, bless you. Thank you. Uh, the, cler- the cleric only knows light and healing because she's low level. I'm going to try to see The Hate You Give Thanksgiving Weekend. Michael told me I had to see it, and I really want to. Yes, you do. I heard it was good. Was it good? Yes, it was. It was mm. very good. You're still not going to see it. Probably it's not. too black. <laughs> it's too black. <laughs> uh, tell Genesis and the kittens hello for me. Stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond. Oh, yeah. Where are Ultra. they? They're downstairs. I, should, I, didn't, I wanted to, should have seen them before we started. Yeah, they were literally born. Oh, yeah. I guess for, to all the people listening, um, Genesis, the cat that I found that was a stray, Literally, she was impregnated. It must have been right before I found her because she had no signs when I did find her, but she gave birth to the kittens on Halloween night. So, and they literally, it's so funny. They're actually Halloween colors. So the pet cemetery is real. <laughs> well, you didn't even see that movie. So how are you referencing it? I didn't, but I still know it's about evil cats and shit. Well, hopefully she's not evil or the kittens. They're adorable, but they're orange and black. So it's like perfect Halloween colors. They're going to attack you in your sleep. First of all, they can they can barely move. All right, like they're so cute and they like move their heads all like small and weakly. They're adorable. Check them out after the podcast. Um, our next email comes from Rashad German. Subject is I am here. Hello again from London. It's your boy Rashad. Rashad six pads on Insta. I've been slacking for a while and promised myself that I would start leaving reviews as soon as I caught up on the podcast. That day is finally here. Just a quick one this time, as I'll no doubt be leaving some reviews slash emails, but I wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. I know it must be hard sometimes to meet up and talk for hours, and you guys have been as consistent as possible. The listeners appreciate your dedication. I plan to be a Patreon member very soon as well. Oh, thanks, Rashad. Thank you. Much appreciated. Before I go, I just wanted to check if anyone has chosen Miria or Sheji Shishikura uh, Meatball as their My Hero character. I don't think so for the Meatball character. Meatball, no. I think somebody. I think somebody's Mirio. Mm, we need Jacob. Shine the deck yeah. of light in the sky, <laughs> Jacob. If you're out there, let us we know. We summon you. Yeah. <laughs> a little pentagram down. And he disappears. Um, anyway, keep killing it and go beyond plus, plus ultra. ultra. I need like a like an online Excel sheet for that, so I can always reference it when people ask. Anybody ask Jacob the, the list? Yeah. Maybe I'll Jacob to like whip it up. Like a live Excel sheet that can be updated. That'd be useful. Because our, our podcast family is growing, Michael. There's so many plus ultra members. We're a million strong. Well, almost. No, not, <laughs> not even, even close. close. Not, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We're like 20-something strong. Growing. <laughs> a million. Can you imagine? At the point we have a blurred army. I mean, we have a lot of listeners, but some a, lot, a good amount of them don't leave. Yeah, listeners are cool. You know, passive listeners are fine. These are our fans, and we love them, and we accept them. But the hardcore listeners are the ones I'm talking about. The ones that were like, jump. They say, how high, sirs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one does that. No, no one does that. <laughs> if I said that in the group chat right now, they'd be like, shut up. <laughs> um, 
Uh, next email comes from Manga Morales. I'm back. Best name ever. Hey guys, it's Manga. Sorry for the late respond. I was job searching and PlayStation. Oh, and playing PS4 Spider Man, which is freaking awesome. Yes, it is. <sighs> Have you played it, Jordan? I'm actually, regardless of where the Patreon's at, um, I'm gonna try and get one for Black Friday. So coming up this month. And it died too. Is, is that a is that a promise? Oh no, it's not. I'm not gonna ever <laughs> promise anything ever again. Um, I was wondering what your thoughts on Principal Bowen. The actor is the voice of Bowen in Legend of Korra in Black Lightning. So, oh my God, really? Plus, I think song. Wait, what? Plus, I think song that the pick are too funky, which I don't mind. Oh, he's. I guess. He's saying the songs are funky, like funk. no. But what's, what? What about Bolin from Principal Bolin? The actor is the voice. So the guy who's the principal, the new, really? Wait, you talking about Black Lightning? Yeah, the white guy. That's the voice of Bolin. I don't like him. <laughs> He's a, well. You mean the, the the act, the character? Yeah, the character's an asshole. But I mean, the actor. If you were to tell me that was the voice of Bolin, like I would never guess. I would have never guessed. No. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna take his word for it. Since Cisco taking a break from Vibe, do you think that he'll be joined or he'll join the Legends just a few episodes? Um, no, I doubt I, it. I, I think that's more of a way to get rid of Vibe than it is to get rid of Cisco. Yeah, because it's like, the, oh, the it's budget, too, Michael. Yeah, it's too many characters. <laughs> can't but afford. But yeah, ironically enough, remember they that, said they can't afford remember, two speedsters. Yeah, exactly that. This whole season is it's about two, two speedsters. <laughs> I, I literally was thinking that this week. I'm like. He, she's literally fulfilling the Wally West Kid Flash role, and their whole thing was we can't they do can't, that. Yeah, it's too we expensive. Can't do that. Where that money come from, though? Bullshit. <laughs> Keanu was like, I know where the money came from. Well, you fired me, <laughs> assholes. And then, interestingly enough, first two episodes of Legends, no Wally. Oh, see, I haven't watched the Legends. So seriously, yeah. Where the fuck did he go there? Like he was going back. I'll get to it later. Oh God! All right. <laughs> Um, it's so trash look, they don't even give it's trash <laughs> I look forward to that in the news uh, Manga goes not on even, to no, say it's not, it's not a news you said 10 second review oh for Legends yeah. oh okay um, Manga goes on to say keep the good work um, other than that keep up the good work and stay nerdy my blurdy remember the blurds oh remember the blurds the word and go beyond plus ultra thank you Manga and was that our last email Yes, it was. We were very light on emails and iTunes reviews this week. Um, send them in, guys. We'd love to hear well, from we're you. We're also light on time. So. Yeah, so this all works out perfectly. Works. <laughs> the stars have aligned. And on that note, oh, I was going to segue into Titans, but you haven't seen it. So what do you want to talk about? Goblin Slayer? You want to talk about CW? I'll put the the choice in your hands, Michael. Where are we going? We can talk about CW. All right, so let's start off with Supergirl this week. The episode's title was, ironically, The Man of Steel. She's in bad shape. Supergirl, stay with me. I am not losing my sister. What kind of person is capable of doing this? Nowhere is safe. We could make this country a better place. Soon there won't be anything we can do for her. Um, and before we get into our reviews, just for people that don't know our rating system here on Blur Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable thank you catch upon and i say that because i was the man of still i was hoping for no <laughs> <I was laughs> to like, me a second i was like you, i'm like what? why did you i don't know you give me like a brain fart i was like what 
I can't register. Yes, when I saw the like, all right. Initially, I was very disappointed in this episode when it started, and I realized that it wasn't gonna be about Superman. I was like, Man of Steel! Oh! Yeah, that's, I thought the same thing. Finally! <laughs> I've been waiting for Superman like, to come back. Oh, come on. Especially since, like, you know, from last episode, she's Supergirl was taken out of commission by the kryptonite in the atmosphere. So I was like, oh, maybe Superman's, like, immune to it. Or maybe, I don't know, I thought maybe somehow the narrative was going to switch to Superman and see from his perspective what was going on. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, with the crossover coming up. Yeah, exactly. But that is not the case. Uh, Man of Steel actually refers to the main villain of this season. The Amon. Amon. Yeah, basically Amon. Was he the son of liberty? Agent of liberty? Something like that? Son of liberty, I guess. Yeah. The, the voice of racist white America, basically, in, in charismatic Amon form. And in this episode, we got to see his backstory. And it's called Man of Steel because his father worked at a steel factory. So, hence, Man of Steel. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to say this. And he wears steel. And he, wears, he literally wears <laughs> steel, yes. Uh, but I'll say this, man. Surprisingly, I've been hard on CW in general this this whole CW season. More so Supergirl. Specifically Supergirl, yeah. especially. Um, I think this is my favorite episode of not just Supergirl this, uh, this season, but also of the CW this entire week. I really like this episode of Supergirl. I did too. I was really surprised. I was like, I was literally sitting there halfway and I was like, wait, am I actually like, like really into this episode right now? <laughs> what I, happened? Yeah, I did too. And I, I, I it snuck up on me. It, it did. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> did, the, did the writers wake up all yeah, of a sudden? Like, episode four? Like, I don't know. Whatever you, I was like, whatever you did for this episode, you need to keep, whatever you smoked or drank for this episode, you need to keep doing <laughs> it. Perfect get co- some more. A perfect cocktail of drugs yeah. to get this episode. Um, but I think it's because structurally and conceptually, it was really interesting to see the creation of a racist or the origin of a racist or somebody with prejudices but Cause not yeah, because he didn't start out. That he didn't way. start off that way, no. but in a very, I don't know, believable kind of like, uh, in, in a believable way. Like, it could have been very heavy-handed. It could have been very like you know cheesy because Supergirl's been known to do that. And we, we, I've been saying this entire season, they've been kind of heavy-handed with their like messages of like prejudice. Uh-huh. So the way, I, but I think the way they handled this character and his origin, especially how they wove his background into every season, every season of the season show, of show. Yeah, I was like. Wow, for this character to basically be a retcon into this into the the series narrative, like it was done it really well. Great. Yeah, there was it was, it was some convenience. Yeah, some of it was like, wow, you were the most unlucky dude yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, you mean to tell me he was there at every single attack? I mean, but some of them are like they make sense though because they're so global. Like when the Daxamites were taking over, or whatever, and like uh-huh. they were ruling for a while. Um, the rain thing. That was like the, wow, that's pretty coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. So like, and the entire episode basically just follows his his backstory. It's like a guy, and he's the guy from Star Wars. The I was about to say, Star did you Wars know Unleashed. that Starkiller? Yeah, Starkiller, yeah. who's also in Smallville and stuff like that. He was in Smallville? Yeah, I thought he was Doomsday. I mean, I didn't watch Smallville, so I don't know. I think he was Doomsday in Smallville. He was? Yeah, it was like a weird thing where Doomsday was like a person that transformed in Doomsday, you know. Well, yeah, like Brainiac was a person. Brainiac was Spike. Wait, Smallville? Yeah, in Smallville. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, no. So he's also a great actor. You know, I thought originally that maybe the Age of Liberty was Lux Luthor, but clearly that's not the case. But what's 
what a backstory they did give him where you see that he was a his father was super racist toward aliens and at first he really wasn't but just through um events unfolding first with him being injured by uh uh an alien that was trying to defend himself in a mob and then from there you see like the it's a, and it, the way they do it very slowly and you see how his morals are chipped away at as he loses things in his life and he uses aliens as a scapegoat for that you know what i mean like everything and it all falls and logically it all falls in the place where like you do understand how he got to the point where he's at even when at the toward the end where he attacks uh, an alien that he actually defended in the beginning of the, the story yeah. kills him even um you completely understand why like the moment where he sees that alien like at first when he was trying to defend him he was a completely different person but when he actually kills him it's it's like it's he's literally triggered by seeing the alien and seeing literally what he represents as being the beginning of the downfall of his entire life you know what I'm saying? Like, you can see that in his actions. And, and it also shows a perspective in, like, superhero genre that you don't ever get to see. Like... The villain's perspective, but... One, not even just the villain's perspective, but the perspective the of the prejudice. average people that deal with living in the world where... Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. There's global destruction, and, like, like for example, Man of Steel, like, if Superman's fighting Zod... And part of the building falls on your oh. car. Yeah, part of the f- building falls on your car. And now you need to get a new car, no, but I you just, can't. Cause but no- I just realized, like, if they had given Lex Luthor and BVS this character's backstory, everything would have made sense. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we mentioned that during the commentary. Yeah. Like, he should have been given, the, the movie should have took place maybe 18 days later. And he should have been given, like, a speech about this this god creature that just came out of nowhere. And all these lives that are gone and... The damage and destruction and yada, yada, yada. You could have put him in the ground zero like Batman. Lex Luthor, I mean. You could have. But yeah, like, and that's what this 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 episode really did for its main villain. I mean, before this, it was just a guy in a mask, so I didn't really care about him. But like, once you give a reason for the things he's doing, it all fucking makes sense. And, it's, and you can see how he didn't even want to go down that path. He kept like pleading with people to be heard. And he kept being rejected and like, you know, dismissed. And like... You could see the slow snowballing of like how it changes a person to be as prejudiced as he was. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Even like when he went to Jimmy Olsen to try to write an article, and Jimmy was pretty dismissive. Yeah, because he's he's fucking Lena. That's yeah. it. But, but see, and he knows you Cara. Know, yeah, you don't know. Like you don't. You know more than the villain knows. So you can see why the characters. Like we can give reasons why the characters are acting the way they are, but to him. They just seem like they're all just enabling the alien agenda and stuff like that. And then at the, at the point where aliens do take over the planet at one point, you completely understand why he sours on the idea of aliens Not, being... Tw- twice. The Kryptonians in season one and the Daxamites in season three. Or yeah. two. Three. Yeah. I don't know. It was just done really effectively. Like, we could get into the details of, like, exactly plot like plot beats, but, like, I just feel like overall, everything they did to characterize this guy as someone who hated uh aliens made total sense and like it was just interesting to watch the descent of somebody who didn't have prejudice at first gain them over time and the reasons why and how and i thought it was the, done in a really believable the way. only the only one the one thing i didn't like about this episode was how he ultimately became amon like in terms of getting the suit and the resources like why, mercy, mercy? grace randomly of all people like i feel like it should have been like a lex luthor type character see i thought maybe she was being sent by lex luthor 
Because Mercy, again, Mercy well, I mean, Graves, that's it, Mercy. The way that the, and and yeah. Otis is, like I said, from Superman is 1, 2, and 3 and shit. But the way they made it seem like when they first introduced her, they, they made it seem like that her and Lex Luthor had a, a, a breaking off uh, a disagreement or whatever, so they're not aligned anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree. That's that's the only so if that's the case, like he wasn't sent by like Lex Luthor has no connection to this, I'd be like, it's kinda random for Mercy. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna extend this villain. I mean, granted, to be I do I don't know, because I do know Lex Luthor is supposed to appear this season. So Yeah, I feel like Amon's like but I don't a know for how yeah, but for how long or if it's just like a one off episode. I hope Lex is the true villain and, and Amon's like a stepping stone. Well we know the there. villain is also the red like they introduced that red. Oh, I keep forget it's such a like an afterthought in the show. I keep forgetting that. That's why I, I was also thinking in the back of my mind, even as we were talking, I was like, But how does this connect to the evil Kara? I don't know. Maybe they're gonna use that. Like to, I feel like I was like it doesn't make any sense for the, this oh, season. Maybe they're gonna use it as a plot device to frame Supergirl, just like how we talked about they should have used Bizarro to frame Superman and BVS. Maybe it's just what they're. But gonna it doesn't do. seem like they're connected. Like the the people that are doing the the, the Red Sun. It doesn't seem connected. Aren't connected to the alien. But I'm hoping maybe Amon, when they he finds out about them, he is able to leverage that and formulate a plan around. I don't I don't know how it's gonna connect, but that would make sense to me thematically with where the show is, especially now that. Supergirl, like, what if she's immune to kryptonite and she can exist in the world where Supergirl can't? And now at the end of the episode, you see Supergirl gets that full body armor suit where you can't see her. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's gonna be like a death rebirth of Superman type of thing where now another Supergirl shows up and the Supergirl that we know is in that suit and people don't believe it. You know what I mean? Like I they don't believe that she's actually Supergirl. I still think that's stupid. Cause it's so, I, cause it also in many ways I feel like we did this already last season with Rain. Yeah, you're not wrong, but that and was the first but, season but, with the other Kryptonians. But but, no, but but it's different because Rain was just the doom, like a fill-in for Doomsday, and Doomsday is just the 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 theme of that was just chaos versus order. Like she's just a, a destroyer, and Supergirl just has to save. This is more like in what BVS was trying to be, where it was like you know thematically, what does Supergirl present, and with this whole anti-alien sentiment going around in the, in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would destroy the trust in Supergirl. To have yeah, I mean, Supergirl I, mean I get that. Granted, I, I can't really say too much because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I just feel know. like they could do that without this whole Russian Supergirl. I agree with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it's super random, especially considering what they've established, the direction that they want to go f- so far this season. I agree with you. But this episode was fucking solid. Yeah, this episode was great. Um, And on the note of things that were BS, I did have one note. I was like, I'm trying to think of what the BS moments were. Because I do agree with you. There were moments where I was like, that is coincidental as fuck. But it was when, there's a moment where Martian Manhunter is fighting a Daxamite or something. And they crash and they right crash into right his in house. Of, yeah, right in his house. Like, there's a whole block. And like, I know they're trying to make it seem like the entire world's being attacked. But that's because of the CW budget. You can see that like, the entire block is fine. It's like a tranquil suburb. And only, <laughs> only their house, house is yeah. destroyed. And it's like lit on fire. Martian Manhunter's like... You're you're saying he flies away. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, my life. But you can see like everything else is fine. <laughs> it's just his house. But but also that but that kinda goes to my point. Like when stuff like that happens in superhero comics, TV shows, movies, that that is what, what, what they portray. Like the superhero saves the person, but then they go away. But then mm-hmm. what about all the damage? Like, what about my car that like, you thank just destroyed? You. Thank you for saving me. I didn't have insurance, Supergirl. Thank you a lot. Oh, no. They said... And that they, happened, yeah. They, he had insurance. But it doesn't cover alien attack. Yeah, it doesn't cover alien... <laughs> Who knew? And, yeah. the, and the, Oh, and then he got hit with the asshole remark from Jimmy where he's like, 
oh, we knew because we printed that in last week's issue. And he's like, yeah, bitch, in the back of the newspaper. Like, you're not looking up for a little guy. I know, again, I, I, I don't remember all the details exactly. And I know, like, Marvel and DC try to uh, do a little bit of it with, like, damage control or uh, they were gonna make those damage shows. control for Marvel. And I don't remember what the other one was called for DC. They were supposed to make both of those for TV. Well, they did one for DC, and I got canceled because nobody Never. watched. Nobody watched it. I think it was like Power or some shit. Was that it? Yeah, about people that without power is a fan. But yeah, I don't remember the name. With Vanessa Hudgens, she was the lead. Uh-huh. Nobody watched it, so I got canceled. Well, what would you rate this episode? High, mother passable. Like I'm I said, really, I, I'm I, really I, close. Like I said, I will give it a perfect vision because of the, the the convenience. It was look too convenient. And then, like, yeah. the Mercy Graves thing at the end. I don't know. I'm really close to Perfect Vision. I want to I give it to it because I was just so surprised about how much I like this episode. I, I was captivated. Like, I, I halfway in, I was like, wow, I'm actually, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, really interested in Supergirl right now. Like, I'm going to give it the perfect. It's kind okay. of, a, it's a little bit of a pity perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm going to give it the Perfect Vision this week. Like, I'm... I'm proud of you, Supergirl. Good job. <laughs> it's not a shame that, 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 that it has to be that way. It's like, oh. Keep it up. Supergirl, you weren't shit this week. Yeah, I'm going to give you a perfect yeah. picture. Even though you, you really weren't, but I'm going to base it on the skew. Yes. <laughs> Grade it on a curve. Yeah, it's on the scale. It's on the scale, but, you know, you think I'm proud of you. <laughs> and then tonight's episode will be like, oh, Supergirl. I hope not. You, dis- you disappointed me. Keep, keep that trajectory what's, going what's, up. What's going on? <laughs> Um. Da, 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 da. All right. So let's move on. Let's get into what Black Lightning this week. The episode was titled "Translucent Freak." Unlike criminals, we have rules that we need to follow. I have a different set of rules. You and the girls continue to be in danger. Aren't we supposed to be helping people? We are helping people. I'm gonna burn this city down and everyone in it until I find. Um. This episode actually was that was pretty decent. I mean. Again, I'm just gonna reiterate every time in the beginning of each of these reviews that There's a the, trend this week. <laughs> yeah, actually, overall, I enjoyed this week of CW more a lot more than the past couple weeks. But was it too black this week? What's it gonna... the funk? <laughs> and I think this song actually had funk in it. Funny enough, it was this episode that I noticed it. Oh, in the thunder and black lightning the thund- scene. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What is with this?" Okay, now and it doesn't. Now I catch it. It doesn't. And it's only because you said if you didn't say anything, I probably wouldn't have noticed. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't. I think it's because it's not my type of. It's not even that it's not my type of music. It's that it, to me, it doesn't fit action scenes. Like I don't have a problem with the songs, so I don't hate funk. Just to talk about our last review, it was like. <laughs> and funny, enough, like and funny enough, this episode was specifically. Oh, we want the funk. Yeah, yes, I was like, <laughs> gotta have the funk. funk. Yeah, we want the Something funk. Like Jordan, just in case you don't know. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want the funk. <laughs> this is funk music. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Someone heard me. It was like, oh, yeah. turn, turn up the funk on that motherfucker. <laughs> and let him know it's funk. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, but yeah, so it definitely doesn't fit. The, yeah, it doesn't fit action fit scenes to, for me. Yeah. Which is a shame because that means even when it's good, cool choreo, like it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. That being said, I thought the intro of this week's episode was really good. Um, the dream sequence about lightning going to prom or whatever. And then Khalil running up there and be like, oh, this your new man? Daggers, daggers, or whatever. <laughs> poison, 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 poison. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was a dream instantly, though. Oh, yeah. When they kill Black Lightning in the first second, I'm like, well, clearly a dream. <laughs> but the fact that, like, she's got that much repressed, like, girl rage. That she, like, in her in her dream sequence. And that's why she can't control her powers. Yeah, that's literally why. She's got boy problems. 
But she takes off her heels. That was funny to me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm about to whoop that ass. Even in a dream, I'm going to take off my heels to beat your ass now. That was funny. <laughs> it was funny. And, and I wonder if, like, Grant, I know it was a dream. And I know... Uh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, it was a dream. I know it was a dream, but I wonder if Jennifer could actually fight like that. Because I know uh, Black Lightning did have both of them trained. Yeah, they. I mean, and they we should. saw like the last season when she beat up that girl, or she beat up that girl that was bullying her. Yeah, I think they got basic self defense. But like, like is she like, on like a Nissa level? Maybe not quite a Nissa level, but I think she can fight. I think they both can. Um, but speaking of Nissa, this episode was mostly centered around like the drama between the family and them coming together. At the end, but you know, Black Lightning and Thunder coming to it ahead with Anissa going out doing her Robin Hood act, um, and their argument. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of like forced drama, but I don't feel like this is forced. I feel like this is a a real like this is this uh, this issue directly stems from Anissa's core personality that we've seen since season one. Yeah, I was gonna say we've seen this since season. They've been clashing in terms of how to go about helping yeah, the community since the first episode. And this he is had very to, much like, he had to bail her out. Yeah, she's very much pro-black and like not gonna sit back and take things the way he's more sit back and wait. And this is more about action. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, <laughs> and you know, at this point, Anissa because he threatens her with like, if you're under my roof, I'll, and again. Their chemistry as a family is on point. And I, this, I felt that way again this episode like I did in the first season, just in their, how they argued. Like, I don't know if it's just because my family used to argue in the same kind of way because I'm black. <laughs> but Are you, though? Am I? Because <laughs> everything's too black. <laughs> but, like, let's say uh, Moira and Oliver, when they would argue, I, maybe again, cause maybe because I'm not, you know, I'm not white. That to Plus, me, you're not a billionaire. <laughs> that's you, but I feel like the chemistry between Anissa and Jefferson is better than a lot of the other families in the CW shows. Would you agree with that? I agree with that. Okay, so yeah, it's our argument. I'm like, <laughs> I was at the, what was I was like, if that's not ad libbed, someone just wrote that mad reel where Black Lightning was like, um, if you're living under my, my house, roof, yeah, my roof, you have to follow my rules. Like, oh, we're going there. It's like, oh, yeah. we're already there. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> it was like, and she, how she looked at my. Like, Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a real fight. <laughs> I've seen that look too many times in my life. Well, that means I, I'm going to get the fuck out then. Yeah. I, I'm moving the hell out. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other plot of eventually Tobias Whale, like I said, he was arrested in the last episode. He gets out this episode. Uh, the system fails. They can't pin him with anything. And if nothing else... I said that him being arrested was anticlimactic, but for it all just to be a way to showcase the fact that the system doesn't work, I thought was effective. Because I felt the same frustration and anger that Black Lightning kind of had at the end of the episode where he kind of like, you know, like grabbed his glass hard and his eyes became like electric or whatever. It's like, that's like the eyes of like social injustice eyes. <laughs> I was like, they couldn't get him on anything else? Like the you would gang, think so, right? The 100? Nothing. Like Nothing. I don't know. They had to go back to a crime that happened 30 years ago. I still don't like Tobias Well, though. So it's like, I mean, I I don't dislike Tobias Well, but I don't feel like he's charismatic enough to hold me for two seasons. I think that's been the, 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 not necessarily detriment, but that's been the weakness of season two. I agree. Same thing with Arrow and Diaz. It's the same exact problem. Mm -hmm. He's not not Vincent D'Onofrio where you can keep going back to Kingpin. Yes, exactly. 
someone as deep and layered and interesting and well acted as William D'Onofrio's and I, Kingpin. And it seems like that's what they're trying to make him for yeah. this show. The Kingpin of Black, you I know, just, I can't of deal this with, universe. with any more racist euphemisms or whatever. Every episode. <laughs> this episode was talking about like, oh, it's because you, you niggas and your fried chicken and watermelon yeah, Kool-Aid watermelon, yeah. diet or whatever. I'm like, come on, man. I'm tired of this. <laughs> so, I don't know. And I guess, what's her name? Uh... The wife. I keep forgetting her name. What's her name? Um, Jennifer Anissa. L something. Um, fuck. Now nah, I don't remember. It's not Lindsay. What, what is Lynn. it? Lynn. Lynn. There you go. Um, her relationship with the the woman she's working white, with. White doctor. Yeah, the crazy white doctor to save all the the bang baby children or green light babies or whatever. The, the moment where she's like, "Can you imagine if we found the family of uh of." Green light babies or whatever. Oh yeah, meta humans that are that don't die. Yeah, like we could experiment on them, dissect them, learn yeah. more about them. I'm you like, see, Lynn's face like, oh fuck, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> science. And she's apparently the nice one. She made yeah, mention. Right? Yeah, she made mention. There's only three people in the world that could do what I do. The other two aren't so nice. <laughs> uh, but what would you rate this episode? Um. Uh, more than passable. I give it a little more than passable. Um, and yeah, but that's, that's better, I think, than... Has it, I think this might be the first more than passable i given Black Lightning. I think it is. Yeah. For both of us. Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. Like This, <laughs> this week was pretty decent for CW. Um, Except for Legends. <laughs> I'm really curious about Legends now. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Arrow next. Let's get in the arrow crossing lines. Green Arrow's joining our little game. You're a hard man to kill. He still thinks he's a hero. He wants you dead. Place your bets. Because everyone's crossing lines this episode, Michael. Felicity's crossing lines. The FBI's crossing lines. Arrow's crossing lines. Lila's crossing Lila's lines. Lila's crossing lines. And, and you know they hurt your complaint, right? About Lila and his and uh, Diggle's son not being in the in the show. Yeah, but how many seasons? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, no, but they're and there. He's a that child. Like that child had a growth spurt. Yeah, I'm like, did, was he a baby yeah. like two seasons ago? Has uh, it been like eight, a, ten years? He's a grown ass like, man. <laughs> he looked like a ten like year old or something. Yeah. I was like. Yo, this kid is big as Did fuck. Did he go through the speed force? <laughs> Time works weird in Arrow's world when you're hiring different kid actors. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this episode, you know, we're still trying to pin down Diaz. Felicity decides to work with the FBI to do so. Arrow, meanwhile, is trying to get information on Diaz while in prison. I'm like, how is this guy giving y'all so much? Y'all fought fucking Deathstroke and Malcolm Merlin and... Yo, if they say the word Diaz one more fucking time in this show, everybody's talking about Diaz, 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 Diaz. Diaz, Diaz, Diaz. Diaz. It's like, if we say the word Diaz more, maybe people will think he's more intimidating than he actually is. And they keep trying to upgrade this motherfucker to make him an actual threat. Now he's got super strength? What? What? Yeah, I was like, is that that Mirakuru? I guess it would have to be, right? I I totally forgot about Mirakuru, but yeah, I guess it would have to be. Don't give him the death stroke serum. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It's trash. Ah. Like the when cuz you cuz you would think they would start winding down getting rid of Diaz, but it's looking I like they're prop, be, it's looking like they're propping him back up again to be the entire season's threat. 
I thought he was just going to be like a quick one-off at the beginning of the season. But or he's, maybe like the first two episodes, and then they finally get rid of him. Yeah. But no. <laughs> what and, are you, what and are you this, doing? And this episode was all Diaz. So much so that they didn't have time for the, the flash forwards. They didn't have time. What happened to the Arrow guy? The the imposter Arrow. Where's he at? I, I don't even they know. They just stopped talking about him yeah, for like two episodes or such. Like They mentioned him the first episode, and it was just gone. <laughs> I, and I didn't even realize about the. I was like, oh, yeah, there was no flash forward this episode. No, there wasn't. And you can't leave me hanging because to me, it's like the most interesting concept you kind of are teasing in this season. So it's, I don't like what they're like, you know, they're revealing, but yeah, still. I need to know more about Gay William. <laughs> gay William and old Roy and why Lee and you is important. And Played by old gay Colton Haynes. <laughs> old gay Colton Haynes. <laughs> it's gay and you. <laughs> but yeah. I I don't know. The things they're doing are interesting, but because it's all in the service of defeating someone that I feel like should have been defeated already, it just feels like the show's spinning its wheels. And I don't even understand why Arrow or Oliver feels like he can get more information. He can he can find someone in jail that will help him catch Diaz on the outside to his whereabouts or something. Why does he believe I, I the guess prisoners working together? How if he's in like super lockdown in prisons to the point where he has to go down to the second level of prison? I mean, Kingpin was in prison and he was still doing shit and making stuff happening. Some random dude called the Demon. Why does he even what, believe yeah, that? Why, well, first of all, why is he, Why did they even use the Demon's name again? Is it Ra's al Ghul? Granted, he's the Demon's head, but still, just that name, the Demon. Yeah, but it's a Demon that's what I they, immediately thought. Yeah, that's what they called Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. The Demon. For short, instead of saying the full Demon's head. Yeah, so I don't... I don't know. It's just sound intimidating, I guess. It can't be Ray. He's Ray. She died. Could have used another name. Is it is, Mer, is Merlin back? But I don't get. But, but did I miss something? Why does Oliver believe the prisoners anyway? Like at the point where there's a point where I thought he'd be like, when they try to kill him, I thought the re- revelation was gonna be, "There's no fucking demon, dude. We just wanted you to do what we wanted, and we were fucking lying to you to make you do it." But then he was like, "No, actually, there is a demon. He's on the second level," and then. Which is a boss moment where Arrow turns around and like you know fights all the guards and stabs them and shit, mm-hmm. that, or shivs them with his shank. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. But you know, like, why does he believe them? Did I miss something? I think at the moment where uh, why well, can't I think of his name? Bronze Tiger, but the actor can't think oh, of his uh, name. Oh, Michael J. White. Michael J. White. Sweet. <laughs> I think I, th- I don't know that reference. <laughs> Black White or Black Dynamite? I didn't see that. What? You need to see Black Dynamite. It's hilarious. But yeah, I think I think the moment when he was about to kill Oliver, that's when he confirmed that the the demon was real. So I guess that's why he would believe. Oh, oh, Bronze Tiger did. Yeah, yeah, but I, I wouldn't believe him anyway. <laughs> and then he gives him the I example mean, of like kill, he thought he was about to kill him. Do you remember that time where we worked together? It was like, yeah, you were forced to because you were on the Suicide Squad. It's like, yeah, but I saved Lila or whatever, so I'm a good guy. I'm like, that is the weakest, like... It is. <laughs> <laughs> that way I try to say, oh, we might keep this guy around. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I thought he was going to say something more like, like, I've got a family or, like, I've got honors. Because doesn't Bronze Tiger have a code or something? I mean, I don't really know much about him, but based on uh, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay... Yeah, on that he had, and that on, he had a code. And that I, he I'm had, also basing it yeah, off of that. And that he had a code, but I don't know about... I thought he was like yes. the, one of the greatest martial artists ever. I don't know about his comic book version. 
That's true, though, right? Isn't he one of the best martial artists in the DC universe? Not an arrow, because he keeps getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, he has. Oh, that's another thing. Which, which funny enough, he it, has asked by Arrow, who got stabbed previously. Who's like, who's walking upstairs limping because he's still injured. But then when fucking Brick or whatever he goes to attack him, he leaps up like a fucking like scaffolding, like a fucking monkey. I was like, <laughs> where did he get those fucking jumping ability from? You were fucking stabbed a second ago. <laughs> the Arrow Force. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, like a fucking animal. <laughs> like Beast Boy. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Uh, uh, well, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be the greatest martial artist. But, in the, yeah, the Arrowverse, he's not. And then, funny enough, Michael Jai White is a, is an excellent martial artist. And, like, yeah, in real getting life. His, getting his ass beat by Stephen Amell. Who, yeah, more than likely, he could kick his ass in real life. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Um, I mean, Arrow got tricked in the Fight Club at one black, point. Black people uh, getting a love. <laughs> hey, man, Diggle had a whole. Side I was gonna say fight. same thing with Diggle. Diggle, Diggle's a beast in terms of size. He fuck all of. He fuck Stephen Amell up. He tosses ass. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they have like little fights, more is like bullshit with, with, with one arm. Yeah, Diggle would smack his ass away, <laughs> swat him. Um, but yeah, in Diggle's side plot, he's working together with Lila, and the reason why I guess they're just reinforcing why he didn't become Arrow. He loves working with his wife, Michael. They love it together. They're, they're so lovely. They're, they're closer together now than they've ever been. It's stupid. They can still work together with him as Arrow. Felicity and Oliver do it all the time. They're married. Yeah, but this way they're together. They're working. Like They, they made it a point to be like, oh, we love working together. I thought it was going to be terrible, but I love it. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Just to give you a reason why, I guess. But, but then you find out, ironically, that Lila is doing her own vigilanteism within Argus because she realizes there's some kind of conspiracy going on or whatever. Which I guess is going to become part of the plot later. Of course. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, so you decided to go straight lace and then your girl goes vigilante. Hilarious. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they just don't know what to do with Diggle. As of right now? As of right yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, what you have either the Argus angle to go, and he's in love with his wife, or you go the vigilante angle. And I feel like this is only temporary anyway. I feel like and the conversation they had with Lila this episode kind of shows you that ultimately, I think he's going to go back to being a vigilante because he's going to realize that some things have to be done outside the box. Yeah, sometimes I mean, you have to Lila, cross yeah, the line. Lila, Lila, Lila kept saying that. Yeah. So sometimes you got to cross the line, like Felicity did. We should work with the most bitchy FBI agent on the face of the planet. I liked her in this episode, though. <sighs> She's such a bitch. <laughs> She's got the, like the perfect resting bitch face. She does. But when she did turn around and like you know did help them, I, I did like her more. Um, and that, but that whole thing was just like it's a waste of time. Nothing came of it. Except, Nothing came of it. Yeah. Except Felicity and Wild they got, Dog. They got silencer. Yeah, capture the silencer chick. Which I'm just like, steal that technology, like. It's very useful. It's very useful. Like, what? why does everyone have that? <laughs> I'm like, is she from the future, though? Because where the fuck? I don't know. Or is that going to connect to the Flash? How? Because, you know, objects now have... Oh, meta powers? Yeah. Oh, may- maybe. That'd be interesting. I doubt it, though. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. It'll probably... That was smart writing, but it'll probably, it'll probably not. Yeah, no. That, that whole... Felicity Squad teaming up to stop Diaz bullshit. I was just like rolling my eyes though. I was like, uh, it's not gonna work. I know it's not. Like, cause if if Arrow, if, if Oliver didn't wasn't even able to do it, if Diggle and Argus wasn't able to do it, do you really believe Felicity and her ragtag group is gonna be able to do it? Well, it, it just makes me think to myself, especially with the FBI, but I'm like, 
how fucking ineffective is Argus? Like, they just need to close shop. <laughs> like, they can't catch Diaz. Like, Argus is supposed to be the, higher than the CIA, like, higher than the FBI. Like the men in black of that universe. Yeah, and they're <laughs> fucking ineffective as hell. And you know what's even more hilarious? They're supposed to be above all of the government agencies, like the FBI and such. But even in this episode, the, the universe... The, the Arrow universe itself is telling you how irrelevant Diaz is. They make mention that he's dropped to the 27th place or something in the FBI's most wanted list. 27th! But yeah, he's so effective yes. that they can't catch him. And no one can catch him, though. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So, I don't know. It's just stupid. Um, I don't know. What would you rate this episode? High passable. <laughs> I'm with you. I... I'm going to just say passable, middle of the road, which was like surprising because after Supergirl, I was like, maybe this week, that means everything's going to be better. I was like, oh man, Arrow, come on. <laughs> it was all right, but it I wasn't. Mean, I, liked, like, I liked the stuff that they did with what they chose. I liked what they did with what they chose to work with, but at the same time, I'm not a fan of Diaz. Yeah, it's right now the issue is the, the plot itself. And the fact that it, Diaz is such a... He's central to everything. Like, yeah. Like, the episode itself was pretty decent. But just the story around it, I'm like, I'm over this. Yeah. Same. Over. <laughs> when it's over. Like in Living Color. Hated it. <laughs> well, hopefully Diaz will be gone soon. But speaking of things that we have been hating on, and maybe this week we won't, though. Uh, this week's episode of The Flash, titled News Flash. You can't blame yourself for something future you might do. Mom, I don't understand how I could do something like that to her. Nora, you gotta snap out of this. What I have to do is kill you. Get it? Because it's yeah, about fake news. About fake news. Literally, I literally tweeted that right before. Iris made the joke within the episode going like, like, oh, it's fake news on a whole other level because the metahuman this week, which is such a weird fucking meta power, but okay, I guess because we find even, out. I was going to say, it's not even a power. Well, it is a power, but not for yeah, a metahuman. Turns out that now the vices have meta technology in it, which is like, what? I'm just like, what? How does that work? Yeah, how does, yeah, is it a meta, it's a meta it's a gene. gene. How do you how affect do you, yeah, technology? How, do you, how does technology have a gene? I don't know. The, the debris landing in technologies, like transformer style. I don't know. But there's a woman that has a a metaphone, and then also, why specifically the headlines that she makes in her blog on her phone become real? Like you know, why, of all things, why just that? If I text like an eggplant, does like an eggplant pop into the reality? Like how does that? Like you know what I mean? Like why why does it stop there? No, if, if you text an eggplant and a certain guy looks up, he becomes he gets a, he he gets a gay. boner. <laughs> why does it have to be gay that's homophobic <laughs> I don't know I crave egg- or because vegetarian no, gets a I crave eggplants he gets a boner but yeah she makes headlines on her phone and then if someone reads it they have to do it so you make the headlines real fake news that's kind of OP though that's super OP especially because like the only way they could find out about how it works is experiencing it and then realizing about the gap of time that you experience because you don't know what's going on. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you see her. You see something she projects her her whatever onto, onto the headline the onto. Yeah. Onto some kind of screen. But, I mean, interesting power. And an interesting premise for, you know, a metahuman of the week. I don't like that we, you know, we, we always have these metahumans of the week. But it's an interesting place to kind of explain for the, how For, for this episode, works. I liked it. I, f- I feel like it worked. Yes, 
we also this episode get more in depth into why Nora doesn't like Iris, um, which, you know, on face value, putting a computer chip into your daughter daughter's body to prevent her from you know accessing her powers, it's pretty fucked up. It's an invasion of you know her her personal freedoms and all this that and the third. Um, I'm assuming it's because if flashes if Barry disappears, she must know that's coming, so she knows. Like she would want to protect her daughter from facing something, you know, of that same nature. So you don't want to even give her the, the option to be a speedster. So I, or, I don't get know. It. We don't know what the we don't know what the future is like. What do you mean? Like in terms of like maybe villains, like especially once the Flash disappears and stuff like that. We don't know if like the world is run amok with villains or anything. Oh, it's like, even worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but how did you feel when they did find out? Or when Nora basically like oh, bless you. Thank you. When Nora blabs to uh to Iris what the reason was. I was just like, oh, that's kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I mean at least because cause I was wondering how long they're gonna hold on to the fact that Nora's upset at Iris and we don't know why. And yeah. And they had a really beautiful bonding moment when Barry has to you know, he runs off because of the headline the person projects or whatever. Runs to Vegas. And then Nora and Iris have to work together to stop the, the fire and yeah, Iris she coaches t- she her talk, through it. Yeah, talks her through it. Yeah. And they had the one bonding but thanks mom. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we've heard her say that. Yeah. And you tell Iris and I like the fact that Iris isn't pushy like she was last season. Like she's giving Nora space rather than like jump on the fact that she doesn't like her. And she knows that Nora doesn't like her but rather than just like, you know, dig yeah, into it. She spoke to Barry about that. He's like, see what I mean? Yeah. Which is like five steps forward, six steps back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because she was getting like, you know, pissed off that her mom was telling her that the person making her out to be a big celebrity was just using her, blah, 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 blah. Jealousy, whatever. But then also. Yeah, but also because Nora had a crush. Yeah, a girl boner for that chick. I'm like, that was my one thing about the episode. I was just like, all right, you're going to jeopardize this entire mission. Just because you have How a many times boner. have we seen that happen with guy characters? That don't make it better. <laughs> it's still annoying. I'm like, you can't put your girl boner away for one second. But that also happens in real life. Whatever. Still <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Especially because it's like you're being openly defiant. You know, for no like, just because you have a hard on for this girl. But um, I thought it was beautiful that Barry stuck up for Iris. Oh yeah, that that was great. Yeah, I I'm didn't. Gl- I'm glad that happened. Did you expect that? Because I didn't. I didn't expect that. No. Yes. I didn't expect that at all. I was like, oh, so I was like, oh okay. Barry got her, got Iris's back. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, whatever. Because honestly, when Barry and Iris had that conversation and Barry told her, like, you know, whatever reason you did, I believe you did it for the right reason. Iris didn't even believe that. Iris believed herself. Like, how could I do that to her? Like, why would I do that? Barry's the one that had faith in her decision making. And then when she relayed that same uh, confidence to Nora as if it was her own, and you saw Nora like, how dare you think that it was for the right reason? Like, and then she told Barry. I, he was going to take her side. Yeah. But but the, but the fact of the matter is, I, I was just, I was happy that it wasn't coming from Iris. That confidence in the decision was from Barry. And at the time, I was even like, Barry, I think you're wrong. Like, I don't, like, how, how do you, how can you know that? You know what I mean? You're just taking it on good faith, but you don't really know. And then for Iris to kind of internalize that and then relate it to relate to Nora. And then when she's faltering, having Barry back her up, I was like, relationship goals. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, it was. And I uh I mean, but 
because you, you said you, you you don't know you didn't know if uh, Barry defending Iris was necessarily the right thing because you don't know what she what she may have done. But I mean, at the same time, we kind of know Iris's character, and and Barry does too. Like I don't think she would just do it, like block her daughter's powers out of spite. And I feel like Iris should be defending herself a little bit more because she was like because because. She's she is taking she is taking it on a lot, but at the same time, the version of Iris that Nora knows, that's not her now. Yes. So her Agreed. saying, Oh, it's my fault, I did this, but it's like you didn't do it yet. So it's like Yeah, I wouldn't take responsibility for something I haven't even done yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the version of you that you version of me that you know isn't who I am right now. Isn't who I am now. So I felt like they should have had that conversation. Like, even she should try to have that conversation with her daughter. Like, Maybe she will. I understand you're mad at me, but I'm not her. Like, I, at least I'm not her yet. Yeah. But maybe she will. We don't know. I feel like they probably will have that conversation. And that will, like, clear the air, whatever the animosity is. Because even that moment where she was like, I don't know why I did what I did, but I'm pretty sure it was the right. You don't know? Bitch, I'm yeah, not in the future. Of course I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not in the future. Like, <laughs> Why didn't you ask my future self before you yeah, ran back here? Exactly. Of course I don't know. Uh, speaking of running, the one moment I oh, laughed. Oh, oh. she caught oh, Barry? Yeah, well, I was like, I never. They better not. Oh, when, Barry caught, when Barry caught her. Wait, when you Barry said caught when her? She, you said when she, caught, when she caught Barry. Yeah, when Nora caught Barry. Oh, you're talking about that. I was talking about when Barry. No, when uh, fucking the, the uh, technology girl, when she ran off. And Barry caught her. Oh, for the first time ever? Yeah. I was like, I, they better not ever do that shit ever again when somebody <laughs> she escapes. She got away. Yeah. It's like, it's plot convenience, clearly. But but yes, no, you're right about that. But I'm talking about when Nora was able to catch Barry. And I know she used that ability she says she has that she can rewind yeah, she, time she sometimes. Rewind time. But come on, bro. You're the fastest man alive. You you can't activate flash time or something. You can't do nothing. I was mad. I was like, don't you ever call yourself the fastest man alive again. But I, to say, I guess what does Flash Time do if you can reverse time? She's a rookie. Yeah, he but is she, the but ultimate she, speedster. But he also can't He can't reverse time. Not like that. Not like that. But still. And she can't, she can't control it. He should have some kind of defense against it. That's all I'm saying. You the fastest man alive. Act like it. <laughs> Granted, it was cool when she goes to stab him and he vibrates the, his symbol or, that, or his chest. So she can't puncture him. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But effectively, he just got saved. He got saved by freaking Iris. He did. I'm like, how many times is, is he can get saved from a speedster by Iris with some form of projectile weapon? Just like Savitar. <laughs> it keeps happening. Or even reverse flash with um with Eddie. That's always how it goes. If Barry's about to get killed by another speedster, somebody with a gun shows up <laughs> and shoots him. I mean... It's a running theme. <laughs> a running theme. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was cute though at the end where um Nora goes to crash with Joe. He's like he's not only the best father, but he's also the best grandfather. Also, I didn't know this, but I saw on Eunice's page, Reward the Flash, that the reason why Joe's been sitting yeah, down this I'm entire season. About it in the news. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna save that. But yeah, I was like, that's why he's been sitting down a lot. Didn't even put it together. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about for this episode? Oh, I guess Sherlock Wells we didn't talk about. Sherlock. Sherlock. Sherlock Wells. I like Dibney. seeing him. I like seeing him and Dibney together. Yeah. And I like the fact that the, the fact that they're both detectives is part of the fun in this, in this season. Cause they both him are competing trying, with Dib- each other. Dibney trying, yeah. Dibney trying to prove himself. Yeah. To Sherlock. And he has some fucking good observations. The point where, you know, Sherlock Wells even gave him credit for him. Mm-hmm. 
How, wait, how do you feel about Sherlock Wells? Since now you can get he 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 actually grew. He he. I kind of I like him more than I thought I would. I do too, because he's not just a straight stereotype of Sherlock Sherlock Holmes. No, and he's not like a French stereotype either. So again, you know, Tom Cavanaugh's a great actor. He kind of made that role his own. I don't know if I like. I don't think I like him more than oh, ha- yeah than Harry. No, not better than Harry, but I, I like him. I think I like he's him more than definitely different. I like him I like more, him more than, than HR. HR. Yeah. yeah, same. Um, but yeah, they end up finding out, at least narrowing down where Cicada is coming from, because of uh, the mask. So they do know he's at least also injured too from the way he's breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I was digging it. Well, how'd you feel this episode in terms of like a rating? I would give it a. More than passable. Really? Yes. Would I? I'll give I'll give it a little more than passable. Trash. I might. I'm, I was really aiming for more of a high passable, but you made me feel guilty. <laughs> um, and before we get into but anime, Nor- Nor- Norris too gay. There's there's backlash. There's really backlash about people, that. People are upset. Oh, why do you gotta force this? Gay agenda on my shows. The first William, now Nora. That's right. All their kids are gay. What's up? <laughs> Is the future everybody's gay? <laughs> There's no straight people in the future. I mean, we don't know about Diggle's son. He's gay too. <laughs> um, that's stupid. There's a backlash about that. My only issue with that was the, was the fact that her girl boner interfered with the mission. <laughs> I was like, come on, girl. Yes, it's very sexy. It's very hot. But at the same time, keep it in your pants. <laughs> I mean, Araka did the same same thing in My Hero. Granted, she tabled it, but still. Don't look at me like that. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I, I know other characters have the same flaw, but I don't know. It it just seemed petulant. I know she's a kid. It's supposed to seem petulant. It's supposed to seem bratty. But, you know, I didn't like it. Is she a kid, though? She's like 20-something. Yeah, you know, she's a kid. <laughs> 20 is a child, Michael. Uh, before we get into uh, anime, well, then I'm a child because I'm 20. No, you're not. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you're a grown ass man. Forever 21. <laughs> no. Before we get into anime, let's talk about uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Titan. Trash. Get ready for the fight that's coming. The darkness, it's rising. What is happening? Our team's changing. I'm an interim legend. Well then, let's get cooking. I'm a fairy godmother. Who knows what kind of creatures are out there wreaking havoc on history? The Beatles. They're in for one hell of a ride. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Legends of Tomorrow? Trash. That's it. <laughs> That's a summary of Legends of Tomorrow for it you. Is a summary. I mean, basically. The first- yeah, tell me about a Constantine that's not good this season. Like, come on, convince me or or don't to watch Legends Tomorrow this season. I, I, I'm I don't necessarily like Constantine with the group, and then really, I like. I mean, I like I like Constantine on his own, as you know, as a solitary character. That I actually I'm- like him more in teams. Uh, that's just me. Cause you're lame. Cause I'm lame. But yeah, they, like this season, they're really leaning into the cheese. How so? Like more so than Bebo loves you. Yeah, like even more, more so. Even more so. How? Like, like the first magical creature that they uh fought 
that they went after this season was about was a unicorn, but it wasn't like <laughs> they didn't make it. You know, when you think of unicorn, you think of a magical, uh, benevolent creature. But no, the unicorn was it's evil. It was evil. It was <laughs> killing people, eating hearts, and stabbing people. What? Stabbing people through the through the through the uh, chest with the unicorn uh, horn. It had it had fangs. What? <laughs> and uh, when you think of unicorn, you think of rainbow. So it was spraying people with this rainbow semen, and they made you high. What? <laughs> so you would hallucinate things, and like uh, Rory got hit with the uh, hallucinogenic, and he saw he saw the rat that he loves. Oh, that died. Yeah, that died. Okay. And uh, the rat was Nate. What? So he thought Nate was the rat, and they were hugging each other. And Nate saw his father because they introduced his father in this in this season, who's a government official. Now he works with the Time Bureau. His father, what Nate's father. He's like a government official. Okay. So they had a they had a fall. It's it's so white privilege. Basically, <laughs> Nate Nate doesn't like his father, and the reason he hasn't seen his parents or whatever because oh uh, my parents yeah they provided for me but they were emotionally unavailable or whatever. He never asked me about how my day was, and he didn't like the fact that I went to school to become a historian. Blah blah blah. Boo fucking. But Nate, who. but his father's like yeah, but I put food on your table. Like, Vixen's gone, right? Vixen's gone for okay. now. All right. The actress is coming back, but she's not playing Vixen. What? She's gonna be playing somebody else. What? Time travel bullshit. Yeah, time travel bullshit. And then the second episode was about uh, the the magical creature that they had to go after was a fa- the fairy godmother of Cinderella, <laughs> okay. and it was literally Cinderella's fairy godmother because she mentioned, oh. Uh, I come back and the reason I hate humanity is because I was a fairy godmother and I granted everybody's wish. Even a girl, she, ew, I want a dress and ew, I want glass slippers even though it gives you blisters. But then what do they do with me even though I grant you every wish? They lock me up. So now fuck humanity. <laughs> okay. Evil godmothers? Yeah, evil godmother. She oh, rhymed and she sang songs. Like literally she sang a song as she was casting her spells. I right, cancel this show. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This is coming fucking once upon a time now. Like, what's happening? <laughs> and I mean, like I said, there really there was some moments that I laughed because it was so outrageous. But at the same time, I'm just like, all right, this has become ridiculous. <laughs> Remember the first season where it was like, we have to save the future. Now you're fighting like jizzing unicorns and fairy godmothers. Like, what the fuck happened, man? <laughs> yeah. And uh, of course, I guess Gary's a series regular now. So. I mentioned before, uh, the name of the episode was The Virgin Gary, the first episode. <laughs> the Virgin Gary. And that's how they defeated the unicorn, because Gary's a virgin. And you need a virgin to attract a unicorn. <laughs> okay. And so there was a whole running joke. There was a joke where Gary was like, but I'm not a virgin, though. What about that thing you and I did? He's talking about Constantine. He's like, what about that thing you and I did? He was like, you're a virgin. Oh, because he's fucking everybody. What the fuck? What about what about Kid Flash? He wasn't he wasn't there. So basically, the episode started where they were like, "Oh, I thought you know when Constantine came to us last season, uh, the end of, you know five months ago because it's been five months since the end of last season. Okay. I thought when Constantine came to us five months ago about us, you know, the dragon head that we fought. I thought we were gonna be doing things different because fighting anachronisms that's so last year or whatever." 
You know, meta I, jokes. Yeah, <laughs> meta, uh, Ray also makes a joke. He was like, "Oh yeah, magical creatures. That's gonna that's gonna boost our ratings this year." Because you know what the t- it was like. What do you mean ratings? It was like, "Oh, with the Time Bureau." Because you know. Oh wow, yo, th- you know they're about, to, they're about to get canceled. Yeah. We're talking about ratings within the show. Woo! It was like it was like we have a small we have a small but dedicated fan base with the Time Bureau, but magical creatures, supernatural creatures, that always boosts ratings, right? He said that. This is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> You're depressing me now. <laughs> so anyway, so they mentioned that, like, oh, not doing the same things last year. But then it was like, but funny enough, Wally's going around seeing the world trying to find himself. But didn't he do that last year? That's all he said about That's him? That's all they said about him. <laughs> I'm playing the world's smallest violin for Wally right now. <laughs> That's fucking such a fucking That's what I was saying. I was like, come on. <laughs> And it's like they know it's a bullshit reason. They even say it with it. Didn't they do that last year? <laughs> and that was that's, that's all they said of Wally. So Wally's just in limbo? He's just in it's limbo. It's not like he got like a real send off anywhere. No, he's just in limbo right now. Yo, there's no No fucking respect for Wally West, man. <laughs> Absolutely none. My prayers go out to you, Ken Lonsdale. <laughs> Is that it? If you were to rate both episodes, what'd you give it? I have a low passable. Low passable? Yeah. Okay, well, it's not... Because it was I mean, it's not... Terrible. It wasn't terrible. I mean, there was some cute moments, but at the same time, I was just like, what are we doing? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Well, I mean, that's unfortunate for you, because I actually enjoyed this week's episode of Titans. Uh, the episode was titled Doom Patrol. Where's Rachel? There's no stopping it now. She's getting more powerful. She's still a kid. Alone and scared and on the run. If you don't unbury whatever it is that's going on, you're gonna explode. Dick, stop! You got problems. I can't remove whatever's inside you. This is for your own good. Rachel, you don't want to see what I really am. Um, and if you... I saw the first ten seconds. Oh, the first ten seconds? How'd you like it? I didn't see it. What? You just said you saw it. <laughs> I mean, the first 10 seconds where the DC logo was showing. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> he saw the best part. No, I was just joking. Yeah. I actually like this episode this week. So, I just like Supergirl, I was like, I actually am interested in this episode. But here's the thing. It was because the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah, they were interesting. They were quirky. There was actually a point in this episode where so I was- I guess that means you're going to watch the Doom Patrol show. That's the reason, right? There's a spinoff coming. Yeah. I said I knew it. It felt- It felt- like a spin. That's how ballsy. But the, but the weird thing Titans is, just came out four episodes in. The right? weird thing a is, the, I, I don't because I, I'm like, the spinoff's not coming to next year, so why introduce why so them early? this early? Yeah, the next know. the next show is Young Justice. But see, at the same time, without Beast Boy, I I, I guess Cy- wasn't Cyborg supposed to be in it? Cyborg is they're gonna introduce him in Doom Patrol. So I guess he's the rumor weird. is they're gonna introduce him in Doom Patrol and then he's gonna move to Titans. That's so weird. Because already, there's already a robot man in, in Doom Patrol, so it's like it's redundant. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, the, the characters were interesting and quirky, so there were points during the episode where I was like, I actually would rather see a Doom Patrol show than Titans right now, because meanwhile, they would go back to Starfire and Robin, and then it's like, Dark Emo Lincoln Park DC! And then you go to Doom Patrol, and it's so comic booky because it can't not be. It's got, like, a Dark Shadow guy with a negative energy, who's, like, he's, like rocking out to music while he's cooking food and he's all like super chill he does like a uh, a b-boy handshake with beast boys so you know he's down robot man is is pretty funny 
He's a giant fucking robot walking around. You got a, a amorphous blob chick who looks like a hot chick in a dress when she's normal, but then becomes like a gooey monstrosity. I don't, I've never seen that character, but they're I weird. Know, I don't know. I don't know the Doom Patrol period. They're, I just know weird characters. I didn't know Beast Boy started with the Doom Patrol before he became a Titan. Yeah. So it's basically like Raven after running away in the last episode from the the church or whatever. She Beast Boy just happens to be in the woods and she bumps into him and they go back to the Doom Patrol mansion together. And from there, it's the glorified you know setup episode for these are the Doom Patrol characters. This is the Doctor that saved them, who's basically their Professor X. And then at one point he tries to help because Raven suddenly, which I'm like, is this, is this her powers in the comics? I don't, I don't know. She can like revive things. Like she touches a dead deer who got shot by some hunters. Yeah. And then the deer is dead and comes back to life. Then later when they bring in some other woman to the Doom Patrol, who's like, you know, because the, the, the Doom Patrol is all the characters that are there were doomed. Like they were going to die from something, but then the doctor saves them. So they live. And it's some woman with like ice powers and she's like dying from her own powers. And then Raven, like they, they can't sedate her or calm her down. Um, but Raven walks over and puts her hand on her and uh, like, um, stabilizes her. Um, so she's got some kind of healing ability as well. I don't know. It, it's like, it's almost like Raven has all the powers. Yeah. I was like, she, can do say, she can do anything. Like her main power is empathy. She's yeah. an empath. She does that too in the episode, but no, she can heal now too. Um, and then when the doctor tries to heal her, at the end of the episode, she does that weird symbiote goo thing where, like, goo flies out of her body and, like, picks up the doctor and flings him around. And it looks like a giant symbiote storm. So I'm like, yo, her powers are fucking weird in this show. Um, okay, I mean, it what? says she could do empathic healing. She can absorb the, well, it says she can absorb the pain of injured people to ease their suffering and induce rapid healing. This can, but it says this cannot be done to major injuries. Okay, well, it cured death, <laughs> like straight up death, like pretty the deer major. died. It's pretty major injury. <laughs> That's the most major. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, see, I, I wanted you to see this episode though because a lot of it was chemistry between Beast Boy and Raven, and they. It really seems like they're going for a love interest thing here. Uh, At one point, l- l- listen to me. At one point. Raven goes back to Beast Boy's place, and Beast Boy, you know, he steals shit, so he makes his entire apartment or whatever, like a big arcade funhouse type of thing. Mm-hmm. And But he's into, like, retro things. So Raven says, you know, for somebody your age, or so, for somebody as young as you, you seem to be into really retro things. And I'm like, he ain't that young. Yeah, he ain't that young. What are you talking about? It really he's way older than you, girl. Like, they didn't put, a like, a date on him to tell you how old he is? I think they're going for him to be like 16, 17, something like that. My apprentice, uh, shout out to you, Shigaraki, <laughs> Rashawn. <laughs> he sent me a DM saying that uh, that uh, Beast Boy is supposed to be like 16 in the show. Oh, so they are. Because Ryan Potter looks young, but even in the makeup, you could tell like they make him look younger. So I think I'm like he's got a fucking amazing jawline yeah, for I'm a like, 16 year old. I'm like I don't care how young he looks, he's still 26. Yeah, I know. So if they do any, they can't have, ever have a kissing scene, right? No. Right. I mean, uh, right. <laughs> right. Uh, even uh, the, even the cheek could be creepy, but they couldn't do a lip kiss, right? 28 and, thir- and 14. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll see. 
<laughs> Call James Gunn. What does he think about yeah. this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's weird. It's really weird. And you could tell like they are kind of flirty with each other. And you could tell he even kind of likes her. That's why I was... When they first announced the casting, I was like, no, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Here's some more development that might not be a fan of. I was like, why don't... Cause I was like, and not even just the rom- not even just on a romance aspect, but I was like, every single one of the Titans are adults. Yeah. Why? Why you got one girl that's thirteen years old? It's almost like they casted her first. Did they, did they cast her first? Ah, uh, did you just say casted? I'm sorry, <laughs> actor. Um, did somebody they cast her? Did they cast her first? No, they cast uh, Robin first. No. Okay, but what was the order between Beast Boy and Raven? Because I'm just saying, like they cast, they cast, they cast uh, Brent, Brent, Brenton Thwaites as Robin. Then they cast her, Ra- Raven. Then they cast uh, Starfire. Yeah, they cast Raven. Okay, I'm just it, asking. It was Robin, Starfire, Anna Diop, and then Ryan Potter. Wait, you said Starfire and Diop. You said Robin, Anna Diop, Starfire. Uh, I mean, it was Robin, Raven, Starfire, okay. Beast Boy. See, I'm saying I feel like they cast Raven as young, and they then they couldn't find anybody that was good enough to be Beast Boy that was her age. So like the only person they could pick was Ryan K. I'm fire her ass. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I feel like it was because they had already picked her, and it was like, all right, now we need a Beast Boy. We or can't just, find anybody or younger. Just don't Fuck. do the love interest. But that's a, that's the comic book. You know what I mean? That's that was that's what fans want. Fans also wanted an orange Starfire that didn't. That's that's true. It's weird where you draw the line for fandom, right? It's odd. Um, but here's some other things we're not like. Turns out in this show, get used to that tiger. That's the only thing he can become. They say it straight out this episode. Like it's 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 like a. They try to explain it like he he loved tigers since he was a kid, and it's like a mental thing. That's why he only becomes a tiger. But I'm like, that's because it's a low uh, budget. budget. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't have a, a tiger model. It doesn't even look good. Like, they showed a lot more this episode. Like, they haven't shown to attack anybody or you're hit anybody. Fucking, you're not fucking Beast Boy. Then. You're Tiger Boy. That's true. You're a Tiger Boy. You're Were Tiger. <laughs> tiger Man. <laughs> like, again, they haven't shown to attack anybody. But even it just standing out in the open and roaring, I'm like, it looks so fake. Like, I, I can't imagine it interacting with a, an actual person and how that's going to look. Because so far, it just looks ugh. But I will say this. He did become that's, green. That's trash. It is trash. But there's a moment he does... Be, right before he transforms, he becomes fully green. And there's a moment where he's about to attack um, his Professor Xavier guy. They call him the Chief. Because uh, he's experimenting on Raven. Raven's like, no, I don't want this, I don't want you to take, this out, take the monster out of me or whatever. Like, you can't help me, blah, blah, blah. And Beast Boy goes to attack him. And he gets tranquilized. But right before he transforms, he gets tranquilized... He goes all green and has the fangs and everything. And I was like, oh, it's Beast Boy! And then back to White Kid. I was like, oh, or not White Kid, back to Asian Kid. I was like, oh, god damn it! Just stuck there forever! He had the ears and the fangs. Well, yeah, they showed in the, uh, the trailer, like, when they were showing Beast Boy transform. Oh, he, I think that was the moment. Yeah, he goes green right before, because he's green when he's fully animal. But then when he's naturally human, he's naturally human but it was like it was only in tr- it's not like you see that in every transformation <laughs> it was only in that transition because he was like getting mad and was like telling the guy like stop it so he transformed like to to yell at him and then he got tranked but i think that might have been the scene in the trailer i mean maybe just like starfire they're gonna make it part of the story where 
He transforms a lot and now he's, he's permanently green. Yeah, he's permanently green. Maybe. They even have and this is the thing. They they had this whole doomsday or Doom Patrol build up, but at the end of the day they didn't even show a fight between the Doom Patrol and, and the Titans. Robin finds them, he runs in, saves Raven, because Raven's going crazy with the symbiote storm, and they just hug, which felt kind of forced, but whatever. I'm here for you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna abandon you again. They hug, blah blah blah. Um, and then Starfire is left with the negative energy guy, Robot Man, and the the other chick, and they tease a fight, but it's like heroes where it's like you don't want to see my true form, negative the negative energy guy. He's like, don't fight me. You don't want to see my true power or my true form. And she's like, yeah, same for me. And then her eyes turn green, and then they cut away, and they never go back to that fight. I'm like, no, I want to see that. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, what can he do? I'm about to look it up. He's like all negative black energy is what I remember from the Titans show. It's like, because it, Raven's like, are you invisible under there? And he's like, um, wouldn't that be nice? But he's like, neg- he's like negative energy or something. Um, true form. Yeah, check it out. Um, But if I were to rate the episode, I would give it... <sighs> Damn. I, mean, I guess this is what they're showing. Like he's... Yeah, that's that's it. Um, I give it... I'm going to say a low... Hmm. I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to say a more impassable only because I feel like this was the most comic booky this show has been in the last four episodes it's been on. So I was like, whenever they cut back to the Doom Patrol, it felt like a comic book show. It felt like the tone... Though, yeah, it's a little dark, but that's because it's Doom Patrol. But in terms of, like, the 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 levity of it and, like, the, the quirkiness of the characters, it felt more like... And, and because they all lived in the house together, it felt more like the Titan show I would have wanted than what we actually got. I highly... Yeah, I highly doubt at any point, even when the Titans fully get together, we're going to get the giant uh, T... T? Yeah, yeah no, that's T, never T headquarters. <laughs> yeah, at one point, because, like, they're trying to get information to find Raven... Uh, Robin like roughs up the hunter that killed the deer that Raven and them encountered, trying to find her. He starts beating the shit out of him, and then you know, like in you know how how it goes, you beat the shit out of a guy in his own home. What happens? His son comes out. He's like, "Daddy, no!" And Starfire is like, "Yo, bro, you got issues, dude. Like, what's up with you?" He's like, "I had a fucked up childhood," alluding to Batman, I guess. Yeah, um, you're about to fuck up somebody else's childhood. Yeah, but no, but they're. Him being like a dark, edgy Robin is like, all right, I can deal with that. But Starfire, once again, like her interactions with Dick, I, she's not Starfire. She's like a completely original character, but just with the name Starfire. She's giving him like therapy advice, kind of. I'm like, ah, this is not the Starfire I know, but interesting choice, I guess. I don't know. I just don't get any Starfire feels Was when it they Shway? talk. Was it Shway? I said, I said it wasn't Shway. No, it wasn't Shway. <laughs> I wasn't. It wasn't Shway at all. <laughs> it was a distinct lack of Shway. Um, but yeah, next episode they apparently all come together, so it's literally called together. So we'll finally get the first official Titans episode. So we'll see how that goes. Come together right now, Justice League. Turn <laughs> When I heard that. It was like the theme of the trailers. I was already worried. I'm like, that's like an old man's choice. Like, who fuck chose that song? <laughs> Come together. Because <laughs> they're coming together. 
Don't look at me like that. You know, I was waiting for something like, really? Coming together? All right, what are you about to say? I'm not saying nothing. I'm a saint. Well, talking about coming, let's talk about Godfather. <laughs> Nobody came in this episode. <laughs> this episode, this episode was called The uh, Adventures in Daily Life. episode it was like a slice of life episode for the goblin slayer world and i thought they did a really good job of world building like it just being an episode about how the world functions in its everyday you know uh day in day out stuff well at least the world of adventurers yes adventure specifically who i was very scared for the, yeah <laughs> you, you that, yeah. Little, that group here's the thing okay the, i know people have complained or not complain, but some people like have been emailing in and be like, "Oh, the Elvis Slayer, that episode wasn't that bad." Other people say it is bad. Um, I went online and like I want to do my own research into it to see like what other people like the general opinions of Goblin Slayer were on the internet and YouTube. I listened to this guy's like twenty minute dissertation about how the rape scene in Goblin Slayer's episode one was mishandled. It was grotesque. It was uh obscene and it was completely unnecessary in how it was handled so like it was so interesting to me to like to hear that argument and be on the other side and be like wow bro it wasn't that bad <laughs> like he was so far to like the the obscene level that i was like wow that's i feel like michael and them where i'm like bro it wasn't that bad calm down <laughs> But there are other people like that are even like more beyond me that were like super offended and, and triggered even by the rape scene in Goblin Slayer. Some people even having like like PTSD flashbacks from how like uh, graphic it apparently was. I was like, wow, I did not think it was all that, but okay, there are levels to this shit. All right, but the, the, he made some valid I guess points. Now you're on my side. <laughs> I'm not on your side. I'm in the middle. <laughs> but he made some valid points in terms because I was like. Uh, if anyone want to look look it up, I think it was the person's name was uh, my mother's basement or a mother's basement. It's a YouTube channel, um, but the premise was it, like that scene was grotesque and it 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 put the entire series. It started the series off on the wrong foot and left a too extreme of an impression of the show uh, for what the show eventually becomes. Like they're saying, like I don't I don't know what happens in Future Gamma Slayer. But according these last couple episodes haven't been nearly as bad been, yeah. as that first episode, even though they do in some cases kind of tease that it could happen or it has happened in the case of last week's episode. 
Um, I don't. I don't agree with that because I also feel like that extreme uh, first impression. Also, like this episode, nothing can happen. But because you have that first impression, because you know how bad this world can get, it makes it raises the stakes of every encounter. Things that if I were watching a normal show. And I had just like, you know, flip the channel over to see them fighting giant rats and cockroaches and stuff in a dungeon. Typical fantasy RPG stuff. Mm-hmm. And another show, I wouldn't worry. Like I wouldn't be at all. I would be like, all right, typical oh, shit. Just rats, okay. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Kill kill these mob monsters and eventually when there's a giant monster boss, then maybe I'll be a little worried. But because they set those stakes in the very beginning, I feel like it it creates a tension in every and with, episode. And with creatures that are supposed to be low tier and nothing creatures, like goblins are supposed to be like like roaches where you could just instantly get rid of them. Like, who cares? Yeah. But now everything is lethal. Now, yeah, now everything is lethal. It, it it puts mortality into fantasy. Again, that's why I call it the Game of Thrones of anime. People were even like, oh, it's not the Game of Thrones of anime, but like in, in its own way, yeah, it is. Um, But the one thing that the guy did mention... Yeah, because even Game of Thrones, not every episode... A major character or some something crazy is happening. Not every episode is the Red Wedding. Yeah, basically. Um, but he did bring up one point. That's this is not have this doesn't have anything to do with this week's episode. But I just want to throw it out there because I thought it was interesting. Apparently, Goblin Slayer is a a manga, but even the manga was based on a light novel. Did you know that? On a what? A light novel, like a novel, like a oh. like a you know. With words. Yeah. Remember words? No, I, <laughs> Remember those what, books that don't have any pictures in them? What, what is this thing? It's fucking weird, right? <laughs> well, some people read. You mean hieroglyphics? Yeah. Where are the pictures? One of his arguments was that it was just shocking for shock's sake. Like, it was just a shock factor moment. Oh, f- <laughs> What? It's funny. Because we were supposed to record later because of uh, Juan. Yeah. So I put a reminder in my phone to bring the headphones and it just went off. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry, Juan. Couldn't stay late, so we couldn't do it. My bad. Um... But I, I don't agree with it being shock value for just shock value's sake, but he raised an interesting point that I was like, oh, the novel actually, if they had incorporated that into the anime, I think would have made the first episode even more powerful. And I'm like, I'm surprised they didn't go for it. I don't think it needed it per se, because it's still so elicited. needed what now? I'll, I'll get into it. But it, oh. didn't, it didn't, it elicited the same response I think they were, they were going for, for me at least, in the anime. But what happened in the novel... Um, the guy's argument was that it was only shock value because the characters that die didn't have characters. They were just set up to die. Like there was, they didn't have any, we didn't have time with those characters to actually know who they were, what their personalities were really like, what their motivations were. They were just set up to be graphic scenes of violence and, and sexual violence. Um, for me, it felt more like a false start or not false start a uh, a diversion of expectations because me watching that show I didn't know who the Goblin Slayer was so I was looking at that party as the main characters I was expecting them to get fleshed out more so later in the episode but instead they all got horribly murdered and or raped mm-hmm. but in the novel the same thing happens but either it's right before they die I don't remember what he said either, either it was right before they die or right after they die there's a flashback or, or you, no, 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 it's before they die. Apparently in the novel, at, when they're exploring the dungeon before the goblin attack, the narration switches to each of their perspectives for a couple of pages or something like that. So you get a background and an insight into each of the personalities. Um, I mean, it's easier to do that in a book though, because you have way more time. Like, yeah. I feel like. I agree. You don't have that much time in a 20 minute episode to do all that. But 
how the way he explained it, I was like, oh, that actually would have been really like if they had added that stuff in even a little bit before they had all died, like even just in conversation. I feel like it would have been even more impactful when they did die. Apparently, the martial... I, I was like, I never would have known these things looking at them. The martial artist girl was apparently, like, the daughter of, like, a, a, a renowned martial artist in the world. And she was training to, like, like fight alongside her father. The boy was, like, a, a, a knight in training or something like that. The girl was, like, basically a... Uh, a child prodigy mage who is destined for like for greatness. Apparently not. Yeah, I know. Because she couldn't take out goblins. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. But I'm saying like, the, on paper, it all sounds like these are all main characters. And I feel like if they had just flushed them out, even if you gave us a whole first episode as a false start, and at the very end, ended with those, like that crazy twist, maybe, maybe then uh, the guy would have... Uh, felt like it wasn't just shock value the way they were killed off but i just think like that was interesting that those things were in the novel but weren't included in the i was gonna say but if they did that then we wouldn't be where we are now in the series we'd be a little bit before yeah because it would take a little bit longer to get into it i agree i'm just saying like that was just an interesting like for somebody whose perspective i didn't agree with the point he made there i did agree with and i was like oh i actually would have made that seem more effective if it was there i don't think it was too much but i do agree to if they wanted to elicit that response in a less shock for shock's sake, um, that would have given those. But no, I also kind of feel like even if they did that, people would still be ups. They would still be upset because the end result is still the end result, regardless of how you get there. I agree. I agree. But just from a storytelling perspective, I feel like that would have made it stronger. Um, but because it, was, it wasn't because based on what you're saying, it was, it's not the story that people are upset about. It's the graphic depiction of what yeah some people just like quit like I'm not gonna watch any of this anime because of that that beginning it's just too much and it's like well that's on you you're kind of depriving yourself of a good a really good anime just because you can't get over like the worst case scenario in this world and also I did I did find out that it is yes it's conf- confirmed that the goblins and monsters reproduce in this world by abducting girls that is how they create those goblin babies. So it's another layer of fucked upness in this show. But this episode, that was a long tangent about nothing, but for this episode, um, just getting a glimpse into the world of young adventurers and like how, and it's, it's just very much like looking into the world of an RPG. Like them going to a dungeon, fighting rats, losing their swords, having to find a new weapon, uh, equip, new, equip new gear to go back and find their, their weapons and stuff. That was all interesting. And it also, because I just thought of another... I just thought of something else going back to the uh, to the point that you were making about the guy's video. But it also goes to show, like, now that we're four episodes in, that the show isn't just doing uh, gratuitous violence and, and, and depictions of sexual uh, violence and rape just for the sake of doing it because four episodes in, we haven't gotten it. It's, and, it's, and especially this episode, it would have been easy to do, and they didn't yeah. do it. So, but I think that's what the benefit is of doing that in the first episode because it makes you always think it's a possibility. Even if it's not rape, it could just be a a, a ver- diversion of your expectations. Just the characters you think are main characters dying. That's why I was saying I don't I don't think they're doing it just for the sake of saying, "Hey, look, we can be graphic because it's it's not hostile." Basically, yeah, I agree. Like hostile was just being gratuitous, like with the torture and stuff. Like, and funny enough, that's one of the things I was thinking about when because. Uh, when uh, you gave your reaction before I even saw the show. What? When when I was like, 
when I was like, uh, I've seen worse. Like I was thinking Hostel. Like See, that was something. You that watched was some, all of Hostel? Hostel? I've watched the first movie and I was like, this is too, it's just gorgeous for the sake of. See, I can't. I don't like torture, torture porn stuff. Yeah, like I'm not, not into neither that. Neither do I. Like that's why I, I stopped watching the Saw movies. Like after the first one, I watched the second one. And I think even I the saw third the first. I saw the first three. Yeah, I think I've even seen the third once, one. I mean, once Jigsaw died, I was like, there's no point in these movies continuing. I'm just not into like graphic torture horror movies. Like that's not what I'm into. So like I don't. Like I mean, it's one thing. That, you can be graphic. Like I played graphic horror or graphic violence video games. Video games don't scare me. It's not like a CGI torture isn't the same. But practical effects that are very visceral and bloody and gory, I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like CGI almost never scares me. It has to be something practical. Or like, I mean, like horror movies or anything like that. Like that doesn't really bother me. But like I said, Hostel was just, it was just on another level. I was yeah. like, all right, Mm-mm. there's no real story. You just want to be show fucking torture porn, basically. Yeah. So I'm not into Just that. for shock value. And I, and I was saying, I don't think this was that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is And either. so that's what I kind of had in my mind going into it. it was, well, you were just like, bruh. Oh, no. What? <laughs> no, Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. Wait. Devil Man Devil Cry, Man Baby, Cry Baby had like, you know, blood and gore like that, kind of. But like, it doesn't, it takes a certain level of detail and animation for blood and gore to affect me. You know what I mean? Again, that's more practical effects and like real live action stuff is what I think is what will freak me out. And this was more just a shock factor of like, whoa, there's like pretty graphic, a pretty graphic rape scene in something that's not a hentai. That's like, you never really see that. And I, I do recommend checking out that YouTube video though, because even he gets even the detail of like certain moments. I do kind of agree. Certain moments in the rape scene were hypersexualized more so than maybe they needed to be. But whatever, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys if you want to check out his YouTube video. It was an interesting watch, even though I don't agree with all his points. They hypersexualize every fucking like. Well, at least when it comes to women. Yeah, but it defeats the purpose of a sexual assault scene when you put fan service in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. But yeah, for this episode, I mean, it was interesting. And then you even see like the the perspective of the innkeeper girl who apparently has a crush on Goblin she's, Slayer. She's speaking of woman nerd, what'd you say? Woman boner? Girl boner? Yeah, girl boner. Yeah, she's got a girl boner for fucking Goblin Slayer. Why? I have no idea. He's like, yeah, she, he, she likes straight lace guys apparently. And he's the most straight lace of them all, yeah. <laughs> But he's like the the moment where she was like, "Can you help us, goblins?" goblins? No, no. He, he's and already he's like, opening the door. She's like, "Wait, <laughs> does it have to be goblins?" Yeah. Like, what am I waiting for? You said there's no goblins. <laughs> but it also goes to like, show. But even when the kid was like, uh, "Like, what do I use to fight rats?" Uh, uh, not goblins. Like, no, not goblins. <laughs> It's like, well, I need a weapon. How do I find a weapon? I was stealing from a goblin. It's like, but there's no goblins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe a club? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what were you saying? I was going to say, but it also kind of goes to show, like, his character is slow, slowly evolving. Because he's willing to do things that aren't willing, goblin yeah, related? he's willing to do things that aren't goblin related. I don't think he would have done that before the girl and this group. I agree. And, or, and, or, and, and more so, the ogre experience. That yeah. he had. And this is all, but this is also, that was his first time doing something that didn't involve goblins. Yeah. Fighting that ogre. And this is, but this is also small because it was just to sit in on a... Yeah, it was small, but yeah. he would. I don't think he would have did it. Yeah, I could see that. 
And that was weird too. Him sit, observing that rank up kind of uh, process. He was definitely going to come back. That guy is definitely going to come back. Yeah. And again. And even more or less teased it at the end. Yeah. You, you're going to pay. Yeah. You're all going to pay. You'll see. He was still gonna jump over the table and stab the chick. Like and not what even the hell? Just, not even just that, but then the speech at the end was like, "Oh, it'd be sad to see an adventurer go evil." It's like dun 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 announcement. And that's true. I was more so thinking they were just talking about the the ranking, or not the ranking, the um alignment system in like an RPG. They even say lawful good to chaotic evil. Yeah. I'm like, this is all Dungeons and Dragons right now. <laughs> it is. Um, but again, it shows you different shades of the world. Because then you realize, like, not all adventurers are necessarily good. You're just They could be just psychopaths, like Goblin Slayer. <laughs> but the fact that he he fantasized about jumping over the table and stabbing her ass, and only stopped because Goblin, Goblin Slayer, Slayer was, there. was there. Like, that's, I'm like, wow, that's fucking crazy. And I, I hope nothing happens. I'm scared for two characters in the show right now. I'm scared for the girl that Goblin Slayer always, like, he checks her fence and stuff every day, or whenever he's, like, around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, the red-haired girl? Yeah. Her and the innkeeper girl. I'm scared that guy's going to come back and stab her ass in the night. And I'm scared the other girl is going to be a goblin or something and attack her or kidnap her one day. I mean, because there's got to be something that gets him away from her. And then puts him on maybe a revenge quest. Well, they already got a letter to do some other goblin mission. From the- yeah, but he always comes back at the end of the day. Oh. <laughs> I kind of like the home base system. It feels like an RPG that way. You have the same like NPC characters in the in the in every once in a while, like the the mate the wizard girl or the mage and the other uh, night guy. Well, I'm not talking about the inn. I'm talking about the the uh, the, oh, ho- the house. Yeah, the house. Yeah, I don't. I get the fact that he is always checking that fence. I know there's gonna be a fucking episode where he like he goes check the fence and it's fucked up, and he goes in the house and she's gone. And I'm like, no, whole family's dead. Goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they mentioned the sword maiden offhandedly in this episode, and then conveniently the letter seems to yeah, be she's a seems to be her. Yeah, who is a, a one of the people that fought the demon lord or something? Again, teasing this this bigger mythology in the world that we don't really see yet. Um, but again, I mean, Goblin Slayer I think does a great job of setting up its world in like in interesting ways. And, and things to come. Eventually. Sh- the difference between Dragon Prince and Goblin Slayer in terms of world building is like night and day. Because in four episodes, I feel like I know more about the Goblin Slayer world than I know in the entire season of Dragon Prince. Basically. Right? Do you agree? <laughs> I agree, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what you... They're funny enough, like, even even on Dragon Prince, they're, they're, they're wandering the world, but yeah, at the end, when they see the beacon, it's like they did this big trek, but then the, the two like, mountains, the, like two tall, away. the two tallest <laughs> mountains in the world are like a block over. It's <laughs> like, block. y'all didn't go anywhere. <laughs> y'all walk, walk like 20 city blocks. It's yeah. not that far. <laughs> Um, but what'd you rate this episode? Would I give it a perfect vision? I want to give. No, I, I was gonna give it more than a high more. Than passable. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a high more than passable. But if you if you were gonna give it a perfect vision, I wouldn't argue with you, only because I feel like the way it did world building was interesting. You know what I mean? Because it did it very subtly. It didn't. It didn't. I don't yeah. know. Like I was very interested, but at the same time, I f- I don't know. I feel like nothing happened. Nothing really but did happen. Not, but it was but it was still an interesting nothing. I had fun with the nothing because it was like you got to be a fly on the wall in this world and see how like new adventurers that don't get killed instantly how they function and how they rise up and rank. And part of me is kind of disappointed. <laughs> I am kind of disappointed that the the 
two kids that die. You wanted them to die? You monster. I was like, please don't die. Please don't die. You better no, run. I was saying that too. I was like, don't die. But then at the same time, they didn't die. I was like, oh, that's kind of. Like every moment. <laughs> Like when he, when even when he had clubbed that roach to death, right, it, it's, it was fun that it diverted my expectations because I was like, "Oh, they're dead." <laughs> he said, "Oh, they're dead. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fucking dead." Especially when he went back with the club, I was like, "It's not gonna work." <laughs> you asshole! And then it didn't happen. I was like, "Oh, okay." That was literally crazy. even in the moment where he beat the roach and was about to cut into it with his knife. I was like, "It's gonna be one of the legs is gonna stab through him or something." Or there's gonna be other roaches like inside of it that comes out yeah. and surrounds him. I was I was waiting for that shoe to drop. <laughs> but again, that sh- I, I think it's good storytelling because they they knew that starting that strong would make you worried in every situation. And it, it makes, you know, it gives you it gives stakes to the world. It makes you feel like it's it's real. I I, I felt kind of bad for that uh girl that he was with there. I was like, Oh, that's kind of whack that you already, <laughs> you can already call one spell a day. Oh, one spell. I was like, at least the other girl, she gets three. <laughs> to be fair, it's a good spell. It is a good spell, but yeah. only one. You can only shoot your shot once, yeah. and if you fuck up, we're dead. <laughs> but, you know, I, I loved it, so continue with Goblin Slayer. Um, and I guess that's it. You want to get the news? All right, so let's get in the Michael news. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, Jordan. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael news. Wait a minute, something just popped up on one thing. What? All right, I'm gonna put this last. This like literally just popped up on my Facebook, <laughs> a news thing. Oh, we got freaking breaking news! Breaking news with Michael. I was gonna put something else last. And now I'm like, no, I'm gonna put this last. <laughs> mm, anyway, that worries me. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid. You will be. A warning. <laughs> uh so everybody's just gonna skip to the end now. <laughs> But uh, so trailers, only one trailer this week. Spies in disguise. It worked. Subject appears disoriented. Walter, what did you do? Pigeons are everywhere and nobody notices them. It's the most perfect form a spy could take. Unbird me right now. Stop, girl, seriously. Hey, Lance, look at me. Look at you? I can't not look at you, Walter. I can see my butt and your face at the same time. What do you think? Jordan, it's more. Of, it seems more of a teaser, than, yeah. a, than a full trailer. Uh, I guess. I think Will Smith has a weird fixation with playing CGI animals, versus that fish. I don't. What's the what's that title of that movie? Fishtail. That was called Fishtail. I think so. Man, that was the most un, like most forgettable title possible. No wonder I forgot it. I like that movie though. You liked it? It was. It was nice. It was decent. It was like a it wasn't like Nemo. It wasn't like a great animated, like one of the best. But it was. It wasn't whack ass Finding Nemo. <laughs> Um, and this is stupid, man. It was like let's combine fishtail with Men in Black. 
because it starts out with him being a super spy. Now it's Bird Tail. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then I, I guess Tom Holland. It's Tom Holland, right? Tom Holland, yeah. Tom Holland's character transforms him into a bird for I don't know what infiltration mission he had to do where he had to be a bird, but I'm guessing the whole movie's about him being a bird. Spies in disguise. What's the disguise? The bird. The bird. Because he even says, you're a spy and everybody, pigeons are everywhere, so how do you be the most incognito spy ever? You be a pigeon. And it's like, how, who approved this shit? <laughs> Can't be about black man. It's got to be about a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, Princess and a Frog, frog. all over again. <laughs> it looks, I, I don't want to see this. It looks bad to me. We're going to see this. Oh, no. <laughs> because it looks so terrible. No. <laughs> We're going to do it. All right. If, I, if we must. I don't even know when it comes out, but it, it has no, to be coming out soon if there's a trailer. Like there's no fiber of my being that has any interest in that movie. <laughs> it looks stupid. That's why we're going to see it. <laughs> even before, it's, it was just about the spy. Like, I was still like, I don't really care. No. But then it was like, oh, I'll see the bird. I'm like, then I really don't care. <laughs> I was like, like I said, who who in the studio approved this shit? Like, I got a pitch for you. We're going to have this awesome badass spy, and he's going to turn into a pigeon. And I'm walking out the room. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> Give that man $100 million. I'm like, is this Warner Brothers? <laughs> it's uh. got to be. Same people that approve fucking Lobo and Harley Quinn and... All this other shit. It's got to be. I would take... The same people that said, what is this No Man's Land scene? I take Morbius over this movie, to be honest with you. That's fucked up. <laughs> Very fucked up. But I agree with you. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh, Will Smith. So, what would you rate the trailer? <laughs> uh, Well, I rate the trailer? Fucking poor vision. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. But something that I won't rate a poor vision. So, Disney streaming service is is kicking up into full gear with its advertisements because it's coming out next year. Okay. And so Bob Iger and Kevin Feige are doing the rounds about uh, the streaming service. And so they came out and said that Falcon and Winter Soldier are getting a limited series uh, on the Disney streaming service. I mean, we even kind of talked about we wanted to see like a Falcon Winter Soldier road trip movie, so they actually gave us a show about it. Yep. How are they? How are they affording these shows? It's Disney. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm interested in all of this. I mean, maybe that's why they're canceling all that Netflix stuff. Because if you're gonna Disney, have Disney, could afford God. <laughs> afford God. I mean, if you're canceling all that Netflix stuff, it makes sense to have. Like, I mean, it makes sense if they are canceling the Netflix stuff. They have all this other way higher tier quality shows down the pipeline. Like, come on, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Hell my, yeah, over Finn Jones. The fuck? What? I, I am excited about it, but I'm just like, what is this going to be about? A, who's the villain? B, I'm not sure. I, mean, I didn't even think about a villain. I'm just thinking about like, yeah, road trip. <laughs> And how many episodes is it? I mean, limited, but what is that? 10, 15, 8, 5? I hope 8. 6, 4? It doesn't have to be that many. I don't even know how. I, I, I can't imagine a TV show with Loki, Scarlet Witch, Winter Soldier, and Falcon. Like, are they going to look like the movies? Are they going to have the same effects quality as the movies? I mean, I guess that's why it's limited, so they could pour a lot of money into it without being, you know, 
an overabundance of money. Yeah. So like you could spend like ten million dollars per episode, like Game of Thrones budget on like eight episodes. Huh. I, I'm just really, and that's just, basically what they would spend for. Well, I guess that's less than less. It's less than a movie budget. Yeah, I'm just really curious to see what these things look like. I don't know, but they would have. I guess they would have. They would have to put enough money into it that it looks somewhat movie, movie budget like. But like mm. I said, limited edition, so they're not spending a shit ton of money. Yeah, I'm hyped. Cause like I think Avengers, I think Avengers four budget was like three hundred million. That's crazy. They're but, definitely not gonna spend that much on the TV. No. But I'm excited. Like, a Winter Soldier Falcon team up? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely excited too. That dynamic was like one of the best parts of Civil War. But something else, I don't know if I'm excited about, but I kind of. Okay. Uh, so, talking about the, the streaming service, we already know, you you already just mentioned Scarlet Witch, Loki, and all this other stuff. Yeah. So, they also came out and said that uh, Paul Bettany is going to show up in the Scarlet Witch uh, TV show streamer service, I mean, quite frankly, and it's gonna be more. He it's, should, <laughs> and it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not really gonna be a Scarlet Witch TV show. It's more gonna be a Scarlet Witch and Vision. Mm. I mean, that's cool. Is I guess this is all pre-snap, right? All these shows. That I don't know. This should be because it would actually be cool to fill in those gaps because you can see more of their relationship that you didn't see uh, in the movies. Cause you kind of see like the the beginnings of relationship in Civil War, but then Infinity War, you see they're already together. Or it could be post snap, and they're getting together to make Wiccan. Ah! <laughs> I, wait, when did this show come out? Uh, well, the Disney streaming services come out to next year, so so after Avengers Four. Af- yeah. Hmm. So I mean, it could be po- post snap. I'm hoping, but I say I want emotionless. Loki, out Loki, I think has to be pre-snap. Yeah, but like the 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 Falcon is, I mean the Falcon and uh, uh, Winter Soldier thing could be post-snap. Could be Scarlet Witch and Vision could be uh, like I think it's I think that those might be post-snap. See, I'm all about filling in the gap in time between the other movies in Infinity War, so I would want to see like most of this stuff pre-snap, pre-snap, post-snap worlds. <laughs> That's how we define time in the Marvel Universe now. Pre-snap, post-snap. <laughs> but uh, Kevin Feige also came out and basically said that like their plans for the uh, their Mar- the Marvel streaming service shows. And he said, I think Disney Play is something that we're going to be adding content to, which is exciting. I love your analogy with the campfire, right? As many, pe- as many people as you can get around the campfire and tell stories. Campfires can be different. We're going to tell stories for the streaming service that we wouldn't be able to tell in a theatrical experience. A longer form narrative. That's what comics are. It's about as long form as a narrative as you, as exists, but also maintaining th- that theatrical experience. So, Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, so, that's, that's why people like, you know, long form TV shows because you get the soap opera dynamic, which is what comic books are. Well, speaking of long form narrative, you know it's not having a long form narrative because it got canceled. Uh-oh. Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yep. <laughs> and uh, according to one of those third, granted, I don't know, we don't necessarily know how accurate they are because Netflix doesn't release uh, their ratings, but third party uh, like hackers or whatever or websites try to you know 
I don't know how they figure it out, but they can look into Netflix ratings. And they basically are saying that both Luke Cage and Iron Fist lost two-thirds of their viewerships for their second season. So maybe that's why they actually got canceled more so than the idea that they're going to the streaming service. So you don't really, as, as hardcore fans, we never really take that in consideration about like what the average mainstream person is doing with these shows when they're not good. Yeah. But even Luke Cage, though it started strong, you got to understand that like the entire yeah, latter half, second half, was terrible. So it makes sense actually why both both Luke Cage fans and Iron Fist, or not even fans, watchers, would drop off for the second seasons. I even heard you have the Daredevil information there too. It says Daredevil, yeah, Daredevil lost fifty percent, fifty percent since season 52%. two, fifty two percent. Why is that though? Is that because of Defenders? Like why? Why did they Maybe. drop off? I don't know. But I said, yeah, Luke Cage lost around fifty nine percent of his viewers, and Iron Fist dropped sixty four percent. See, that's scary then, because if Daredevil also dropped like fifty percent, isn't that close? That's that's pretty close to like a fifty four or whatever percent. Well, fifty fifty nine for fifty nine percent. Yeah, so yeah, if Daredevil, if 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 this is accurate, like we we granted, we again we don't know how accurate this is, but yeah, yeah it's if, from, it's from hackers, if that's right? the case, but at the same time, we haven't heard any announcement of Daredevil being canceled. Yeah, but also maybe the Daredevil is like the Daredevil viewership is a lot higher, so maybe that if it is like fifty percent. Yeah, kind of like Walking Dead, where the ratings have dropped, but it's still higher than most other shows. Yeah, that would make sense. I can almost guarantee it's. I would say probably Daredevil's like. Double the audience of like Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist. I was uh, maybe so got everybody on the Netflix wave in the first place of the Marvel shows. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Because House of Cards is what put Netflix on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I don't mean overall. I meant for Marvel Netflix. But we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm. Interesting enough, they don't mention Jessica Jones. So I'm like, they get, I <laughs> Jessica got, Jones is laying real low right now. She's like, yo, if I, if so I don't say anything, maybe they won't notice me. Yeah, so I'm like, did the ratings hold steady for Jessica Jones? Which is so surprising because season two was fucking garbage. <laughs> That's not even true. It wasn't garbage. It's just, it, just, it was disappointing. I mean, a lot of people like season two, which is crazy. It was nowhere near as good as season one. Kilgrave should be spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> I, I don't know, but uh, I don't have a segue for this, but <laughs> <laughs> witty segue here. <laughs> so, yeah, Joe West, Jesse L. Martin. Ah, yes. The best dad ever. Slash yeah. granddad. You already mentioned, but yeah, the reason he's been sitting down for most of the season is because he injured his back. Okay. And so, but also with that, now it's, it's gotten to the point that it's so bad that he's taking a medical leave of absence. So he's going to be away from the Flash. So he was trying to like to weather through it by just sitting through all his scenes, but then he can't, just can't, can't do it anymore. Yeah, can't do it anymore. He's surgery. Okay. So he's taking a medical leave of absence, and uh, he's not. Gonna so Cecile's gonna be a character, but Joe's not. They're probably gonna. I don't like it. I don't like it. But it says it's unclear how long Martin will be off screen. However, it says Joe's absence will be addressed on the show. Obviously, they will have to. <laughs> or, I mean, they might just do a Wally. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Joe decided to go find himself. Yeah, he's going to go hang out with Wally for a while yeah. in Tibet or whatever. <laughs> Wally called him up. and He's going to go hang out. Yeah, they're bonding in the Middle East or something. <laughs> yeah, so we wish we wish uh, Jesse L. Martin a speedy recovery. So they, did they invent 
that lounge just for an excuse to have him being sitting in the Star Labs. That's what I think. <laughs> but at the same time, that's supposed to be Nora, that was supposed to be Nora's lounge, wasn't it? She's not even staying there. No, no, no. That was supposed to be. Wait, was that for no. Sherlock? Sherlock? No, it was Nora. No, no, it was. Joe found it, but yeah, Joe found it, Nora but it was supposed. To, wasn't it supposed to be for Nora? Yeah, it was. She's not, and she, like I said, she's not even staying there. She's with, uh, she's with Joe. Which now I'm like, how's that going to work? Now is she gonna? I guess is she gonna leave Joe, leave the house, at some point? Maybe, hanging Maybe. out with Granddad. I don't know. I think he's adorable. I, I totally believe that he's like the best Granddad slash father ever. He's yeah, got man. a warm presence. Well, now that he's leaving, Cecile's gonna be the grass quote-unquote grandma ever uh, <laughs> and also actually speaking of what i thought she was losing her powers that's true she used her powers again for the last two episodes whatever <laughs> she's got to keep them just long enough for that supergirl crossover yeah i guess otherwise there's no point in her going there right there's we need Cecile. What about the Flash? No, Cecile. <laughs> no, what about Mar- Vibe or Killer Frost? We need a telepath. Or- what about Martian Manhunters? No, no Cecile. Cecile. <laughs> <laughs> Martian Manhunter. What are you stupid? <laughs> Can you imagine if they did a Justice League? Is Cecile in the Justice League? I mean, she might be. Elseworlds. <laughs> yeah. She might. She's gonna show up in the crossover. We need a telepath. Call Cecile. Don't you guys got a man hunter? <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, so, so some more crazy DC stuff. So everybody wants this person to play another character, but they got him playing a different character. I know I that didn't make sense, but I what? <laughs> go, go, go with me. Okay. So you and McGregor. Okay. Obi Wan. Oh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes. The movie that everybody wants. Obi Wan. Yeah. Okay. It's not happening, at least for right now, because Ewan McGregor has been cast as Black Mask in Birds of Prey. So that's happening. <laughs> why? Why is that happening? <laughs> I mean, am I happy about that? I'm, uh, is he gonna be wearing a mask the whole time? I mean, he's gonna be black mask. I'm assuming so. That's, you didn't answer my question. That doesn't mean he's gonna be wearing the mask the whole time with the fucking movies. You it know needs, what I'm saying? It needs to be. <laughs> I hope he is. But then it's like, so I just, I'm just, I'm waiting for you and McGregor's voices, black mask. Why are they making a a fucking what? What is it? Black Canary? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey movie. Like why? Before the Flash. <laughs> Yeah, right? Before before, bat, before Batman, before Man of Steel. And who's in Birds of Prey again? Black Canary, Black Batgirl. Canary, Batgirl, Huntress, and Harley Quinn. And this is that those are all the characters gonna be in this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just I just don't understand why they're introducing Well, actually actually no. I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna be Batgirl, because they haven't they have not they have They've announced casting for Harley Quinn. Well, obviously Margot Robbie. They've announced casting for Huntress, and they've announced uh, Black Canary. They're probably not going to do Batgirl. Then. They're probably not going to do Batgirl. So it's probably just going to be Harley Quinn, Huntress, and Black Canary. And Huntress won't be related to Batman at all. No. Yeah, probably she just can't. Some... Yeah, she can't be. Yeah. I don't. Why? Why are they making all these movies that we don't want or or care about, Michael? Like, why do they need? Why do they feel like we want? A fucking Huntress, Black Canary, and Harley Quinn movie. 
Because Margot Robbie was popular, right? So make it fucking... I, I would rather a Joker Harley Quinn movie. Joker wasn't popular, right? <laughs> well, I don't want Jared Leto back. I'm just saying, like... I don't know. Ugh. I'm just a jaded old man. <laughs> An angry, jaded old man. That's why, I start, that's why I started off with the way I started off. This, they want this guy to play a different character, Obi-Wan, but now he's playing a character that nobody wants. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I like Black Mask in the Batman games. <laughs> Wasn't he Joker? Huh? Wasn't it revealed that he was Joker in that game? No, it was, it was Black Mask. And Arkham, no, wasn't that Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Origins? Origins? Yeah, it ended up being Joker. It was? Yeah, I remember? Don't, I don't remember. I think at, at first it was Black Mask, but then by the time you actually find him, it's revealed that Joker at some point switched with him. And then it, was a, it wasn't even Mark Hamill. It was that guy that sounds just like Mark Hamill. Uh, Troy Troy Parker? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember it being Joker, but... Oh, yeah. That was a big reveal. I'll look it up. Just so I know I'm not crazy. I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. Speaking of something that's crazy, though. So, Alan Richson, who plays Hawk in Titans. Yes. He made some pretty fucking crazy remarks. Uh, what? You want to know what he said? Marvel is awesome. <laughs> Just the opposite. Fuck, fuck DC. Just the opposite, in fact. He said fuck DC? No. Uh-oh. He said fuck Marvel, more or less. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So, he says, basically about Titans finally coming out. I think I'm just excited that fans, that the fans are finally getting a really raw human look at superheroes. I think for me... The reason I don't go see Infinity War movies or whatever these are is because there's no stakes. Everybody feels invincible all the time. So you got to say fuck and have somebody die for you not to feel. And that's not even true. About, there's People no die stakes. in Infinity War. Like, People die in the Marvel movies. Not even just Infinity War. What are you no, talking about? There's no stakes. I hate when people like overgeneralize. Everybody feels invincible. Thor lost his eye. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the god, <laughs> the god, mind you, lost the body part, but no, invincible. Also, yeah, Black Mask. Bucky lost an arm. See, Black Mask. He is. He is Joker. You already tell because chicks like laughing or whatever. Uh huh. See, Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Because the Joker's always the villain. <laughs> but yeah, Bucky lost an arm. Dude, there's so much death in the Marvel Universe. Gamora's dead. There's a lot of dark shit in the Marvel Universe. Loki's dead. Thor's father's dead. Bucky strangled Tony's parents to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Made him watch. Peggy's dead. No, it's all invincible, bro. Yes, everybody's invincible. No, 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 no. It's not, no it's not, there are no stakes. It's not hardcore like DC Universe. That's such a Suicide Squad comment. Fuck Marvel. <laughs> yeah, really raw human looking superheroes. Okay, you get it, bro. You're edgy. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Moving you, on. You have you have you have uh, erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation problems. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, you'll never see that in a Marvel yeah. movie. <laughs> There's no stakes. Captain America can get his, can get his dick hard. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Oh man. So, we didn't mention, uh, we didn't review Castlevania this week. No, next week. Because we're going to wait for Juan. 
But uh, looks like it's been renewed for season three for Netflix. So, yay for Castlevania fans. Well, they stay doing that. Like, didn't the, the second season get renewed like a week out last time? Yeah. Same thing. So, I guess they do really well. I'm guessing it does really well. People are saying it's the best video game adaptation ever. Yeah, I heard it gets a lot better than how it starts. So, we need to finish. Yeah, because three episodes in, and I'm just like... It's all right, but... But they said the same thing, funny enough, because we don't have a review on that, didn't even mention it, but they said the same thing about Sabrina. I'm three episodes... Four episodes in Sabrina, into Sabrina. Oh, yeah? And I'm just like... <sighs> Not feeling it? <laughs> so how deep in it you got to get before it's good? I mean, according to Chris, he's like, just stay tuned for the, the like the season finale. Sabrina's a badass, and I'm season like, finale. I wait to the season finale. How many episodes is that season? I think it's ten. Not me, son. <laughs> you tell me how it be, how it goes, and then maybe. Yeah, like I'm gonna still I'm gonna still watch it. Like it's not terrible, but I'm just like. <sighs> <laughs> Your face says it all. I think it's the same problem I have with Charmed, in that. It's a show about witches, and there's not much magic. Like, oh really? Charm doesn't hasn't been having much magic. I mean, I, you, you already mentioned. Uh, I mentioned the first episode. Where I'm just like they fucking kid, oh, defeated Latin. a demon with bacon soda. Like, oh, bacon soda. What are y'all I doing? Got bacon soda. Bacon soda. But it's pretty much the same thing. Granted, there's a little bit more magic in Charm, but not really. Oh. Like it's just about the sisters talking, and then then also on and then also on top of that, like the show is charmed. It's about the power of three, yeah. but yet they're taking out demons individually. Like you didn't get to that point in Charmed until like season three ish. Like once they really got into their powers, they were taking out demons outside of the power of three. But in this show, they're fucking taking out demons by themselves, and it's like. Okay, then what the this is? Yeah, I feel like they they, this they isn't fast forward through a lot in the charm. Yeah, they're group. already like fucking experts. Yeah. Like the 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 the, the where's the character growth? Like, yeah, the, the bad actress sister. She's using like the, the one of bad the, actress sister. Yeah, the one that not Piper. <laughs> okay, she's using. She already mastered like one of the most. They already they said it in the episode. That's the most powerful spell in witchcraft. You shouldn't use that unless it's a last resort. And she already like, mastered it. She already yeah. It's like. <laughs> What the hell? But yeah, the same issue I have with Sabrina. Like the last episode I just watched, episode four, it was like a good 40, 40 minutes or so into the episode that they cast until they used their first spell. Oh wow! And I was I was like, what 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 is this? And it was just it was a, a very benign spell. It was like astral projection. And then after that, the rest of the episode was like there was no magic. And I'm like, it was just teen angst drama. Bro, you're totally selling me on this. I'm. So so right it's so interesting oh man i'm gonna watch it as soon as this podcast is done bro yeah you should bro for the, for the no magic oh man i can't wait to hear more about fucking witch hunts and fucking <laughs> thinly is there is there more thinly veiled uh political stances it it low it not as much okay good at least there's that <laughs> it's not slapping you in the face with an agenda but i was like where's the spell show me fucking dr strange shit it's about witches. Why am I, why am I watching you if you're not? There's no magic. <laughs> That's a good question. Why are you watching? <laughs> but yeah, so whatever. Anyway, so I'm playing the world's smallest violin for you, Michael. <laughs> whatever, fuck you. <laughs> so anyway, with that, I guess Castlevania is so popular that they decided to uh, 
give the producers another chance for something else. Talking about video game adaptations being so popular with Castlevania, it being the best video game adaptation ever. So the people behind Castlevania are in talks with Netflix to make a Legend of Zelda series. Oh, yeah. Addy Shankar did post about this. Yeah, Addy Shankar. Oh, snap. It's not, is, is it going to be like rated R and shit? Like the fucking Castlevania and Power Rangers things? That, I don't know, but probably. <laughs> That'd Shank- be crazy. I mean, Addy Shankar has this, he's a, set up a pattern. <laughs> he's like, he's with gonna, the Power Rangers. He's going to take Goblin Slayer and just put Link in it instead of Goblin Slayer. <laughs> but I don't really know anything about Zelda because I've never played a Zelda game, so. You never played a single Zelda game? I never game? played a single Zelda game. What? So how how give me your PS4 right now? You don't fucking there, deserve there, it. There's no fucking you don't. There's no deserve, Zelda games on PS4. You don't deserve fucking video games. You had to play Zelda's, time. Zelda's more Nintendo, the, which is the basis of everything. Ocarina yeah, but time. that was that's like N64. I never Bro. had an N64. Oh, what was your childhood? I had a Super Nintendo. I, I did too, but. You didn't play Ocarina in time. But I mostly, but I mostly, I mostly played Majora's Mask. The, the only, the only thing I played on Super Nintendo really was the Super Nintendo, the Mario Brothers game. Oh, you whack! But for the most part, I, I was gen, I, I played, I had the original Nintendo. Then I, uh, I was just mostly a Genesis person. And That's then, so funny. I, the cat's name is Genesis. And I'm gonna name one of the kittens Sega. <laughs> but Sega. I, I never owned a Genesis. I went. I was Nintendo. I had a Game Gear, but I didn't have. Yeah, it. I never had a Game Gear. Oh wow! So I had I had Genesis, and then from Genesis, I jumped to the first PlayStation, and then PlayStation Two, then PlayStation Three, then PlayStation Four. It's interesting. And eventually PlayStation Five. See, I went from Super Nintendo to N sixty four, then I went to PS two. Like I skipped. Like I didn't do GameCube or Xbox or none of that or Dreamcast. I didn't even do Dreamcast, but I had a friend that had. Dreamcast. I didn't have that either. You didn't play. play you didn't have a PlayStation One. No. I was in 64. You're trash. You didn't play Ocarina of Time. That's like the most classic game that's ever like fucking like. Apparently not because I never played it. That does not make it a classic. (laughs) What? You didn't play the first Resident Evil. So? (laughs) You don't just remade that game. (laughs) They remade it like a thousand times. So what? You didn't, you didn't get the experience of seeing the zombie turn around and me jumping up. <laughs> Four pixels in his face. Oh! We, we didn't know that back then. <laughs> back then, that was high quality. And me being so scared, that's the only thing that ever scared me as a child. That's so ridiculous. Because <laughs> it's so not scary. Well, it's not scary now. Even then, it wasn't no, scary. No, it was scary back then. I said, nope, I'm not playing this shit. Freddy Krueger didn't scare me. Apparently, you yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that zombie, if you see that zombie in your dreams, uh, oh boy. Zo- nope, I'm not fucking that zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Run the other way. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. Mm, hey, Kruger, bring that ass. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, speaking of bringing that ass, Henry Cavill. <laughs> oh, God, okay. It's Bay. Did he make more, like, vague announcements about not doing Superman? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But they released his first look as Witcher. For oh yeah, the Witcher series on Netflix. All the people defending the fact that he doesn't have a beard. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it. He doesn't have the beard or the. Well, I guess maybe you have the character development. You have to grow the beard over time. Like, I'm yeah, I so guess sick maybe of it's the a, origin excuses. Yeah, like just get the beard. It's it's iconic. Like when I think Witcher, I think like the, the beard picture. or the scar. Yeah, and he's neither right. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have the beard or the scar. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's an earlier version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Who grew but, into it? 
Who cares? Like no, Henry Cavill just yeah, beards. I'm like, regardless, <laughs> if you're releasing first looks, you gotta be release the final, like release the final version. Yeah, the fuck. Give us your best impression. Exactly. I don't want to see how you start. I want to see how you end, and then we'll get to there. You know what I mean? But whatever. I don't know. I, I just think Henry Cavill has an aversion to beards. <laughs> He's like, I'm never gonna wear a beard again. I mean, unless it's uh, Mission Impossible. Yes, that was the only time. That's the only time. <laughs> yeah, but, that's part of his contract. That's why. But yeah, what did you think of the, the the look and the terrible wig? <laughs> I think it looks okay. I mean, yes, the wig looks. I don't know. Harry Cavill's hairline is also kind of fucked up. So I don't know if it's the hairline. He has or... like a widow's peak, like Vegeta. Yeah, he does. I mean, is he balding? What's going on? I don't. I don't think so. I think that's just how it's kind of like I said. That's why I mentioned Vegeta because Vegeta's not balding. That's just how his hairline is. Receding hairline. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks all right. Uh, whatever. I need to see like how it looks in motion. I need to go back and play Witcher Three because I started it and then I never f- finished. I got distracted by other stuff because it's so long. Mm. I never even played it. It's a lot of things you haven't played on PlayStation, like Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> yes, I've. I've not played a lot of modern stuff. I'm an old man. Stuck in the past. You're trash. <laughs> I don't have a system. <laughs> Is that an excuse? I mean, yeah. No, it's not an excuse. <laughs> I don't even you, want to play you, you could have gotten a system. <laughs> I'm here. I, you imagine if I bought the Spider-Man game, but I had no PS4? I just look at it. You like, just stare at it in the dark. <laughs> so like, I think really hard about it, and I imagine playing it. It's great. You will yourself to play it like the, <laughs> like the fucking chick. Yeah, maybe you're maybe you have metahuman powers in your phone. No, not lucky enough. Anyway, so speaking of things having a system, Game of Thrones has a system of what, and the system is J.R.R. Martin working on everything else but the final Game of Thrones books. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, J.R. Martin is just came out and basically. Uh, Talked about the new Game of Thrones prequel series that he's working on. Oh my god. He hasn't finished Game of Thrones though. He hasn't finished Game of Thrones, no. What? And now he's working on a television series. So Game of Thrones prequel series called The Long Night is moving into effect. And oh, it isn't just, that, oh yeah, isn't that what happened with uh, the last Winter is Coming thing? And it just cast its uh, female lead of in Naomi Watts. And uh, male lead, I don't remember his name. Naomi Watts. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, Naomi Watts was the lead uh, woman from The Ring. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, King Kong. Oh, okay. And Birdman. I don't know if you saw Birdman. I did see Birdman. I didn't see Birdman. Bird. It, it was. I got tricked. I thought it was gonna be Birdman. It wasn't. <laughs> I like I like that with the soul. He gets power from the sun. Yeah. yeah. I'm like you lied to me, movie. It's like a deep fucking movie about filmmaking. I'm like, what? Isn't that what I thought it was gonna be? But yeah, so they're they're gonna be the two leads in the series, and it's saying that the the long night takes place thousands of years before the events of Game of Thrones. Uh... The world's descent from the golden age of heroes into its darkest hour, and only one thing is for sure. From the horrifying secrets of Westeros history to the true origin of the White Walkers, dun, dun, the mysteries dun. of the East to the Starks of legend, it's not the story we think we know. Dun, Ooh, dun, dun. Starks of legend. 
legendary Starks of the past. I'm down for this. So you think yeah. Starks got fucked over even back then? <laughs> of course. <laughs> like all throughout time, Starks have always been fucked over by history. Of course, but it's, but uh, I, I wonder if it's also going to show why. Because it seems like the Starks are the only ones that get some type of power. What do you mean type of power? Like in the like Brand like Brand having his power, Arya being the faceless man. Oh well, I guess not because she's a Stark though. She's went out and become Batman because John she, for she whatever reason being the chosen one. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. <coughs> Wait, no, but weren't they? Um, I I, I don't remember the Stark Creed, but isn't it like a thing where like they're like the sons of the first men or something, right? Because like they guard the. Like they're like the last protectors of. Girl, I don't know. I don't remember. You know how long it's been since. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, like I'm, I'm trying so hard to piece it together, but I thought maybe they they were related to the the wildings or something in some way. I don't remember. Girl. <laughs> no, because like the the Starks are in the north, and the wall that went up separated the the wildings and the northern people, but and they were uh-huh. one people at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was like something to do with that. I don't know. Whatever. We shall find out in a long night. <laughs> yeah, we will. Did it say when it's coming out? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's good to know that we have things to Game of Thrones things to look forward to after the show ends. Maybe he just honestly, if I was J.R.R. Martin, I feel like maybe he's just giving up because like if he knows the show is gonna beat him to the finale, it already did. Yeah, it's already passed him in the books, right? Yeah. So it's like, how would you feel? About retreading something that has already been done before you that it was yours. Right? Wouldn't you want to start something new? Even if it's tangentially connected? Like, I, I would sooner see myself wanting to do that than like, alright, well, I mean, at the same time... They maybe say alternate the, ending to the, the TV but version. But they say that the books aren't... The show went in a completely different direction from the books. So just go whatever direction you were going to go. I like, agree tell a different story. But I feel like maybe it's tainted for him. Maybe. You know what I mean? Because no matter what you do, at the end of the day, because there are way more TV watchers of the show than book readers, like it, it's gonna just be an alternate version to the TV version if the TV version's I mean, first. Because not even just that. Like he's remember the uh the 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 dragon prince or whatever the fire pr- whatever. There's another. There's an ice queen oh, book or whatever. Dragons or whatever. Yeah, that he's oh. working on. Yeah. That has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. It's just another dragon story. Oh no, I didn't remember that. I've talked about it in the news. Oh. Like he's writing another book, and it's again, it's not game, it's not finishing the Game of Thrones book. It's wow. like everything else, but <laughs> it's called the Throne of Games. <laughs> and it's completely different. <laughs> Song of Colon <and> Hot, <laughs> not, not Fire and Ice. No, no. <laughs> but anyway, so going back to the PlayStation discussion. Okay. Because you don't have one. Yeah, I'm like, what a discussion. You just keep telling me I don't have it. Yeah, that's a discussion. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption is another big PlayStation game that's come out. Oh, how is that? Are you playing it? I haven't been playing it. How How are the ball shrinking effects? Are they everything I, I actually, dreamed of? I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Is that I, the first thing you did? What a waste. <laughs> but I did notice the horse shitting. Ew, it really does that? Yeah. Is there an option to turn that off? No. Oh, I just like it. <laughs> Too much realism. But yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 achieved uh, the weekend's biggest opening in entertainment history, uh, putting Grand, uh, higher than Grand Theft Auto 5's numbers. Wow. 
managing to sell 725 million copies in just three, no, $725 million worth of copies in just three days. Wow. Good for Red Dead. I kind of love the first Red Dead Redemption, so. I like it so far, but it's very slow moving. I mean, that makes sense. The first Red Dead is pretty slow, too. I mean, yeah, you're in the like Western is, world. I feel like this is a little bit slower. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not necessarily in a bad way, but it's pretty It's pretty slow. I like, I, I don't know. I like the Rockstar open world games, though. Almost all of them. Like, just the, you slowly become, like, you know, ingrained into that world. It's just fun. Like, did you play Grand Theft Auto V? I did. Did you play the, the extension, Gay Tony? No. Oh, wait, what? Did I play Gay Tony? You didn't? Weird. Because <laughs> I love the ballad of Gay Tony. Like, the, the, the side missions where you could, like, go in a club and dance. That shit was awesome. Are you ready? Here I am. Because I'm ready to party. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I keep saying Jordan's going to come out eventually. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it wasn't a gay club. There are gay clubs you could go to. But you are playing the ballad of Gay Tony. It was fun. Gay Tony's a cool guy. <laughs> He's a nice dude. Right. He's the, you don't even play. You know, Gay Tony's like the guy you work for. You're like right. a black guy. Racist. <laughs> I liked it. It was really fun. <laughs> well, speaking of something that you won't like, and neither will I, because it won't be really fun. What? So, the director of It, which we liked. Yeah. I loved. But I loved the first It. Or he, the remake. He's now in talks. Well, no, not even in talks. It's confirmed. Okay. According to Variety, he's going to be directing a live action version of Attack on Titan. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean... No. 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 You think it's going to be good? No. We already discussed this with the My Hero. But but this is one of those things where they can whitewash it and it works. Yeah, but it works not, more. not even I'm not even talking about the, the whitewashing. I'm just simply saying like anime adaptations don't ad, work. Yeah, live action anime adaptations don't work. I'm gonna have faith. I I could be completely wrong. I probably am, but I want to have hope. Of all the announcements for anime adaptations, a, a Attack on Titan made by the guy who obviously knows something about horror, I think it worked. Cause I'm like, didn't y'all you and Jamie watch a live at? It was terrible. Exactly. But it was... And that was made by... Japanese. Yeah, that was made by Japanese It was also because their budget is terrible, so the effects were real... Like, do you know how hard it is to make a live-action version of how the 3D maneuver gear works? You basically have to have a better budget than Spider-Man. Like, the the dynamic movement of those action sequences with those things to look good, it's really hard. Like, and it looked really stiff in the live-action Japanese version. But then also they changed a lot about like the um, the story, the characters. Mikasa was very one note. Aaron was fucking one note. Like it was, ugh. the things they did with the female Titan. Even the Titans' effects look terrible. So like just, I think a lot of that was was budget limitation. But if they stay truer than sadly the Japanese version did for the American version, and you know if they make them actual you know Anglo-Saxon white people, because that's who they are. Aaron Yeager. You know, make Mikasa Asian, but that's it. You don't need to make everybody else Asian. And, uh... And, uh... Levi. Levi, yeah. I think he's half, though. I'm not sure. But, I mean, yeah. So, if they, if if anybody can do it, I'm, I have faith in this one. And this is not, not even, in, like I said, it's not even in the talks. It's finalized. Warner Brothers 
finalized the deal with the Japanese-based publishing company already. So now they just got to write it and cast it. I really want to see if they could pull it off. Like big budget at Titans. That's that's what's going to be the deciding factor. We'll see. <laughs> so yeah, so this... Come on, giant monsters fighting! <laughs> I'd rather see it in animated form. We have that though. <laughs> but anyway. So this was going to be the last... Uh, news news pit. <laughs> oh shit, we're done already. <laughs> Only because I thought it was trash. <laughs> but uh, I got one. Remember, I said, "Oh, I put this. I'm gonna put this in the end." It was something else. Yeah, but we're done sooner than I thought we'd be done. So only like two hours and twenty minutes in. It's because we didn't watch anything. <laughs> well, I didn't. Well, I didn't watch Titans. You didn't watch uh, Legends, and I didn't watch Titans. Yeah. All right. So what's the news? But yeah, this isn't the last thing. But this was going to be the last thing. So okay. talk about trash fandom. So, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fans are not happy with James Gunn being fired. Of course. So, guess what they did? A petition. Well, kind of, but more than that. I thought they they held hands and sung songs together in unison. (laughs) They raised $4,000. Whoa, 4,000 whole dollars. To put a billboard in Anaheim, California that says... RehireJamesGunn.com. <laughs> okay. Yes. And that website does what? To rehire James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, Go to the website to sign to rehire James. Sign our petition to rehire James Gunn. Is this up right now? Oh, so it's, it's a it's a an advertisement to go sign a petition. We really love James. We really love Gunn as both a creator and the man we've seen him mature into. Even if this wasn't going to cause Disney to see their mistake, we could at least show James Gunn how much support he has in his corner of the galaxy. If you're interested in supporting this noble cause, find out more over at RehireJamesGunn.com. To be fair, it's actually a very well put together site. It looks nice. Look at this. Who? James Gunn, man. <laughs> You wow. know what you could have did with the four thousand. You could have donated that shit to charity. <laughs> no, Michael, it was a good investment, and this petition's raised totally four thousand dollars to go to people that have been. Granted, it's not like he's he's actually done it, but send it to fucking people that the charity that deals with like people that have been affected by pedophilia. Wow, like children. Well, they have a list like of children all the, that were molested or whatever. They have a list of all the celebrities that have supported James Gunn. Wow. Look at this list. Look, look at these. Look at all the people. Wow. Despite the off-color jokes that led to his firing, James Gunn has not actually been accused of any kind of bad behavior. In fact, virtually everyone who has worked with him attests to his kind and caring leadership. Here are a few of his co-workers and peers that have publicly spoken in support of him. Michael Rooker, Dave Bautista, Selma Blair, Sean Gunn, Kurt Russell, David Hasselhoff, Mark Hamill, Bradley Cooper, Zoe Saldana, Chris Pratt. And the list goes on. And on and on and on. Timeline. But I'm like, really, guys? I'm like, send Blur Vision four thousand. Send <laughs> Blur Vision is four thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I will. I could do just as much as petition would do, which is nothing. <laughs> I mean, their hearts are in the right place, but nothing's gonna change. Unfortunately, he's working with. Like, it's locked now. Yes, yeah, so he's already he's doing he's a with Suicide DC. Squad. Yeah, but. 
Yeah, that was trash. <laughs> no gu- hashtag no gun no guardians. Rehire James Gunn. We are Groot. Michael, we are Groot. No. <laughs> he said no. No, we are not. <laughs> so, granted, I mean, this isn't really news, but I, I, I think it's fun to to end on this note. So, Captain America, played by Chris Evans, mm-hmm. who everybody loves. Love him. If he dies, we're right. Yeah, <laughs> Avengers 4 is coming to an end. And we already know that Chris Evans, as Captain America... His reign is coming to an end because he wants to do other things. But we don't necessarily know if Captain America himself is going to die. But if Captain America dies, there's all there's been all this talk about, will it be Sebastian Stan, Bucky Barnes taking the mantle of, of Captain America? Will it be Anthony Mackie as Falcon yeah. taking the mantle? But what we didn't consider is it might be another possibility taking the reins of Captain America because somebody else released a tweet not just that long ago as I was coming up with the news that he could be possibly taking the mantle of Captain America because he tweeted no text but he just tweeted a picture of the shield and it's an actor that's already in the Avengers it's not an he's not he's not in the Avengers not yet is or, he in the Marvel Universe no he's not in the Marvel Universe at all so is it somebody random it's somebody random an, an actor, that well-known person. What? But then, story-wise, how that is just somebody completely, somebody completely random shows up and is like, "I'm Captain America now." Yeah. Only because, like I said, it's only because it's a fun story. <laughs> That's why. I so, don't think it's, so it's. I don't bullshit. think it's a real thing, but okay. So what it's it? still, it's still fun. It's. I was like, I can say it's, it's, it's a cute thing to who, end with. So who is this? <laughs> who, who do, who do we bring up anytime we say this person is going to end up playing this role, not The Rock? Not The Rock? Yeah. Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> no, not Scarlett Johansson. We, Scarlett Johansson's in the MCU. Yeah, okay, wait. So it's, I don't know. It's not, and it's not The Rock? Yeah, it's not The Rock. Hugh Jackman? <laughs> I don't fucking know. No. Who are you talking about? John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of so here. So John Cena is going to be cast as Captain America with Chris Evans. <laughs> this that's, that's not even news. This motherfucker just bought a shield off eBay and took a picture of it. It's not. It's, that's nothing to do with the MCU. There's no way. I know. I said it's not real news. It was just something that I just wanted to end with. That's ridiculous. Because he put, yeah, he he tweeted a picture of the Captain America shield with no text. And comicbook.com. And so comicbook.com picked it up. It's like, is is John Cena gonna be the next Captain America? I was like, no. If he but- is, you won't see him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if Captain America Shield falls at the end of the movie. I was like, people just, just know. people just need some shit to talk about. But I was like, because it was a headline, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna end with this. It's a twenty four hour <laughs> news cycle, Michael. <laughs> so yeah, John Cena's gonna be Captain America, guys. Bullshit. It's <laughs> not even I mean wasn't there a guy that was Captain America for a little bit that was a random person and he was like the Patriot? No? Making that up? What? I know there's Patriot, but he's not Captain America. No. From Patriot from no, there young, was somebody young else. Avengers. He wasn't Captain America, but he wore the same kind of suit. U.S. Agent? Is that somebody? Is that oh, it? Oh, U.S. Agent? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he'll be there. He's not gonna be anything. <laughs> oh, I'm really I'm trying to think like who else could he be? If but he U.S. Was U.S. Agent that was that uh, villain from Jessica Jones. 
Oh, Samson? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. Never mind. Never mind. So, did not, not nothing. <laughs> oh, God, we were oh, speculating. John Cena's going to be Captain America. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena. Oh, Can you stupid. imagine? Uh, all right, well, I guess that's all we got for this week's episode. I mean, is there anything else you want to add? I thought you had more news than that. Usually you have like an hour and a half of news. This is an hour. It's not a lot of news this week. Oh, snap. So we're ending early. And I was I was I was like, there's nothing to talk about this week. Like <laughs> I'm like, I was trying to search for stuff. Like even the most obscure. I was like, there's nothing to talk. There's no, nothing came out this week. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything I've seen that we can just talk about real quick. I can't think of anything. Have you seen anything? All this, all this, oh, we got to go, Joe. I got, I got something to do. And now well, you're like, I, I want, I want to talk. <laughs> well, I, got, I still got like 10 minutes. So we can, we can talk a little bit. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? How you doing, Michael? Let's, let's catch up. We can do that. My week was life. terrible. <laughs> you know why? Because Power Rangers is worthy. It's really hard to organize. All right. It's really hard to, to get like 10, 12 people scheduled for three different days. Uh, in a certain amount of time, especially when people have like very different schedules. Like it's going to be unworthy too. Here's some behind the scenes. Here's here we're talking about now. It's unworthy <laughs> news. Power is unworthy news. Um, unworthy two is going to be a lot different than the unworthy one. Like in what way? Our director slash cinematographer can't work on it. So we had to find someone else that's like working in a sister stunt group. And we're going to do a choreography slash cinematography test and can't do it because of why busy <laughs> stress i don't know it's a lot of different reasons i'm not gonna get his personal issues but he's got he's got a lot of personal issues <laughs> so i'm taking full reins in creative control of it so i'm like i'm organizing everything i'm like he did and he did the he directed it he edited it and he shot it and he did like the special effects okay and he did special effects so I had I had to find somebody. I had to basically break his his role into three different, different, different yeah three different jobs. So I found somebody that's cinematography and editing. I found somebody that's digital effects, and I'm gonna be either the the director or the strip co-director. I did a little directing in the first episode, but you know, not enough for me to want to put my name in the credit for that. But in this episode, I'm probably gonna be like, if not the sole director, a director. So. Either it's gonna be a lot better because we got some really dope talents for like the special effects and stuff this time around, um, so that might be a lot better. But in terms of like how visually it looks, if Unworthy Two looks different from Unworthy One, that's why we basically have a completely different person behind the camera. I could direct it when I'm sleeping. I'm like, what are I, you talking I, about? I, I could direct it from my sleep. That's not how a director works, man. It does. <laughs> I could send. I could be like, no, that's not how it goes. Go back to sleep. This episode's gonna be way darker than the first one. And hopefully people like that. It's gonna get it's gonna get lighter after that. But this episode probably is like the darkest episode of the entire season one. Uh oh, somebody's gonna get raped by goblins. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god, I was inspired by no, goblins. Somebody's gonna get raped. They're gonna get raped by putties. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pink ridge gets held down. And <laughs> I'm not making it porn, Michael. Although Gob- goblins say it's not a porn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been my week. Just trying to fucking scramble to organize because I'm trying to release by the holidays so we can launch a Kickstarter around the time people have a lot of like extra money after the holidays you know what I'm saying speaking of which Patreon 
Also, Patreon, join that. <laughs> Not only is your hard-earned money going toward uh, my PS4 for now, but also um, maybe in the future, if you get enough, <laughs> you can help fund future projects. Me and Michael can do our own spinoff TV show called Michael and Jordan. Uh, the Gay and the Straight. The Gay and the Straight. <laughs> what the hell? Like the Straight and Narrow? The Straight and Narrow? Yeah. That's the saying, Straight and Narrow. So, the, the Gay and the Straight? Yeah, the Gay and the Straight. <laughs> That doesn't even sound like the same thing. Like, what? The straight and the gay. Okay. <laughs> no, I got to go first. Okay. But yeah, that's that's all. I'm just... Just, it's... it's, You know, I, before I was writing, and I was just producing, and, you know, I had my hand in some stuff. I'm even helping doing the, the choreography for the fight choreography. So I got my hands like everything this episode. So... Well, you created it, so you should. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, I'm not... Uh, a stunt choreographer. I'm not a, a coordinator or anything like that. I do stunts, but people tell me what to do and I do it. But now I have to like literally, since my director was doing that last time, I have to approve of you know what the stunts are and what they how they look and like what the the sequences are. It's pretty apropos because I tell you what the fuck to do and you need to do it. The fuck win <laughs> all the time. Bitch win <laughs> every time I tell you what we need to watch review. <laughs> what? Read comic. What about when I tell you that? You don't tell me anything. Okay, bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all. That's that's been my week. I slept and went to work. <laughs> I mean, that's the boring. I don't. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm just trying to give you like something interesting. That's all I do. Oh. <laughs> I sleep during the day. I wake up, shower. I go to work. I come home. I sleep. I oh. shower. I go to work. I come home. I sleep. But where, when do you have time for love, Michael? There is no love. <laughs> there is only hate. I love I love myself. Ew, gross. <laughs> it's like that pink song. Just you and your hand tonight. That's a song. Yeah, it is. Oh wow. That is a song. She's like, I'm not here for your entertainment. Oh, I don't, okay, I know that song. Yeah. I didn't know it ends with talking about hand masturbation. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Even though this month is no nut November. I've already failed. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't follow trends, man. I set my own. Mine is only nut November. <laughs> not as much as possible November. Which I've never. I didn't even know that was a thing. What? No nut November? Yeah. It's people just make shit up. Like, what the fuck? Why is that even a thing? Yeah, I don't. Why is that? I thought it was thing? no shave November. I know that's a thing too, but I got that covered. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Get a big woolly. Wait, I haven't shaved. No, yeah, I haven't shaved so far this month. So that I'm passing so far. Yeah. Fuck the no nut thing. Yeah. Why, why right. would you want to torture? Why, why Why? bother? Like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, what is that for? Like, I don't get it. Like, Just say the, you did it? Yeah, what's the point? My balls are so blue. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you should do that anyway because it, it stresses you out and makes you more aggressive. And that's what why you get the, the internet keyboard. That is also not healthy because, you know, they say... From a medical standpoint, frequent ejaculation prevents prostate cancer. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing that, Jordan? I'm preventing prostate, prostate cancer. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's what I tell myself too. <laughs> this is for the this is for the no can't fuck cancer movement. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna end on no 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 not November talk. Yeah, we're gonna end on an ejaculation. <laughs> talk about ejaculation note. So just like every week. Yeah. <laughs> but next week we're gonna talk Sploosh. to Sploosh. No promises. Yeah, so no maybe will happen, but we'll talk to Juan next week. Um, and I will bring my headphones. Yes, and also we'll I, talk 
Seven Deadly Sins, because he wants to talk about it, too, because he's been watching it. And I want to gush about Escanor, finally. Um, yeah, y'all could take it. We never even talked about Attack on Titans. We, just, we still need to talk about that. It's been so... I don't remember. <laughs> just rewatch the last two episodes. That's all. We didn't talk about the last too two. Much, it's too much work. <laughs> too much work. <laughs> I, I can barely that. watch the shit that we have to watch. We need to really decide what CW shows we're going to stick with. Like, and it fucked me up because I was so ready. I was ready to drop Supergirl. But I mean, I but, was but so like ready. I said, but like, was, this episode was good. Yeah, I know. So I was like, ah, oh, I was so close to being out. <laughs> like, if, if this week's episode was bad, I'd probably been like, all right, I'm done with Supergirl. But I was like, oh, just when I thought it was done, they reel me back in. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't yeah, quit Black Lightning because I'll be racist. So <laughs> you, de- you definitely will be. It's too black, too much funk. Um, and you know, Arrow and Flash, I have like that emotional connection to, so it's like it's hard for me to drop those. And then I really like Legacy, like that's the show talking about. Wait, Legacies? Know, I like it. You you were talking about how you were like fuck that show. I but no, I said that because based just based on the trail, like based. But now on you the, like it. But I I decided to watch it because I was like, all right, it's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries and Originals. I did like those shows, so let me give it a chance. I was hooked on the first episode. Really? And so just, you liked it more in Charmed I just, and, and Sabrina? I, I just watched the second episode before I came here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah, I liked them way better than Charmed and Sabrina. Wow, what kind of irony is that? You were like all hating on that show. Yeah, funny enough. The one yeah. Liked. Wow. And you said it's a spinoff? I didn't even know it was a spinoff. Yeah, it's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries and Originals. But if, you you've, never, if you've never seen either show, you can easily uh, fall in. As a fan, do you see the connection? Yeah, they don't even do that much of it in terms of like connecting to the other shows. Okay. But there's still some things, there's some things peppered in. Like the main character that they follow, is, her name is Hope Michelson, and she's the, the daughter of Klaus, who was the lead in the originals. Oh, Klaus. Yeah, so they mentioned, so they Klaus mentioned awesome. certain things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, he's so cool. So they mentioned so they mentioned certain things where they're like you're you're acting just like your father. So if you know that, you know you know the backstory behind that. But if you don't, it's just like okay, so it's like subtle. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's wow. That's really interesting that you ended up liking that show of all shows. So maybe I'll check it out. Stick my big you won't, toe. You in won't there. like it. Oh, you are, you already can tell. It's, it's a supernatural type show. You won't. that doesn't mean I won't like. You don't it. like super. It's too magic-y. <laughs> it's too magic-y. It's, it's not a thing. Vampires in like <laughs> like magic systems. No. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, there are five whole Negroes on this show. It's not just. <laughs> it's not just. What? It's not just the token one. It's not just the token one Negro. So there's no token black guy. It's no token. It's it's five of them. So it's like the majority. But interesting. Of the I was like. But there's no black women. They're all men. Just black dudes. Yeah. I was like, where are the black women? Why are y'all doing black women dirty? Because black women can't be witches, Michael. Not even, it's not just witches, though. It's, it's vampires. They can't be that either. Werewolves. And apparently there's dragons now. Oh, actually, no. What the hell? Well, well no. What, was she black? I think the dragon was a black woman. I, I, don't, or, I don't know. She was brown, but I don't know if she was black. But she's not a lead. They killed her. So I think spoilers. she spoilers. So I think she was a black woman then. Wow, spoiler! <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well that's interesting. Anything else? Any other recommendations you might have? I like Legacies. That's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have any new shows except for Seven Deadly Sins. I haven't really been binging anything new. Stan just said because I like teenage shows that are geared towards teenage teenage uh, women. I actually was listening back I was to like, our charm review, like. You you were really hating on that, but like, 
at, at one point, I think we said something along the lines of like, like, who is this for? It's not for like the fans. Like, we're just retreading the same bullshit. It's like, what about the, the kids that don't watch the old charm? That are like, you know, the young girls who that show is, is aimed at. <laughs> not you, a 30 something year old gay man. <laughs> they don't like it. How do you know what a little girl likes? They don't like it. Okay. Because I'm tuned into the. I'm too. I'm hip. I've got the mind of a 12 year old girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? I do. Oh, okay. Weird. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I know what the kid. I know what the kids like these days. Right, I'm gonna call James Gunn up. <laughs> I don't, clearly, I wasn't talking about that. Where, where's your mind going? Maybe you need to. I need to call a fucking Dateline at Chris Hansen. <laughs> have, have a seat right from there. Dateline NBC. Uh, I guess that's it. And then next week, guys, we'll just talk about the regular stuff. If Supergirl has, if Supergirl has two more episodes in a row that are like sub. Oh, I'm not gonna drop any of these shows, am I? <laughs> well, Legends. You didn't watch. You gotta watch Legends. Legends broke me. I, I think I am done with Legends. You still like, need to watch it, though. I, I want to know. No if, interest. We don't need to review it, but you still need to watch it. <laughs> Just so I can come on here and rant about how I hate it. Yeah. Okay. And then get an email about how I'm too negative. <laughs> yep. You hate too many things. Oh, actually, before we get out of here, you read emails. I did read emails, but there was one email that I don't think I read. Now I'm thinking about it. Because I, I did read an email that was talking about... Oh, actually, Gaius just sent me an email. Wow. Just now. Is it four pages? <laughs> oh, I bet you it is. <laughs> I love you, guys. I'm just saying... Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it is? <laughs> it could be another half hour just reading this. <laughs> he says, Gaius, a.k.a. Fat Gum... Fat Gum Gum No Gaius is back in the inbox with the usual long... He says long in quotations... Email after several procrastinating attempts to remember. Haha. Ha. Alright, we're gonna save this email for next week, bro. But look, he puts long in quotations, but look at how long this email is. This is not a quote unquote long. Who's reading all that? that yeah. Bro, that's a whole book. That's an essay. Yeah. <laughs> how how dare you put long in quotations like I'm just making it up? Like it's not that long, is it? <laughs> like I love your passion, bro. I just this is a novel. Like, we'll read it personally, but not on the air. <laughs> this is like um, that that meme of Wilson Fisk is Daredevil season three, where it's like, when I was a boy, <laughs> like it's like whenever you ask Wilson Fisk anything, like, sir, what would you like for dinner tonight? When I was a boy. <laughs> um, wait, hold on. There's definitely an email here. I'm just stalling for time to give everybody some bang for their podcast buck. My name is Oliver Queen. That's, that's, that, that's kind of email is for five, five years. years. <laughs> uh, I read that one. I read that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did miss one. Here it is. Jordan just wants to talk, guys. <laughs> I do. I don't want the podcast to ever end. <laughs> Here it is. We could we could have talked legacies if you watched it. I didn't. Well, because like we were actually pretty positive on CW stuff this week, and I I did read this email beforehand. But I left it as uh, as red, so I, I missed it when we were reading emails. And when we were talking about it just now, it triggered. I was like, oh, wait, but I don't remember reading that on the air. So I found it. Uh, this one was from Daryl Roberto. And this is going to close out the podcast. I got to get out of here. Uh, change gears. You guys mostly, Jordan, have a way of setting your expectations to level 100 and being disappointed when they don't reach that high. It's mostly Jordan's fault. He hikes Michael up for failure. <laughs> what? Yes, you do. Uh, Goblin Slayer is setting itself up to be the anime Game of Thrones. Oh, and that's why I made that comment about, yeah, it is the anime Game of Thrones as of right now because it does have that level of mortality that Game of Thrones has 
that I think was what makes it like a lot of its scenes intense because you don't know what's gonna happen to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I fuck you. No, I don't. <laughs> His level of expectation. Although we know the Goblin Slayer is not gonna die. Do we? I, mean, I didn't think Rick of, was gonna die, but yeah, Rick is dead. And Walking name, Dead today. Yeah, but the show's not called Rick. That's another thing. Next week we talk about Walking Dead since Rick died. Okay. Yeah, like a retrospective of Rick. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, He goes on to say, like that's a, it's not like he has a he he doesn't have a name. His name is Goblin Slayer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Daryl says, no, it's an adventure show that is set in an RPG world. See how high you set those expectations. And he also oh he also confirms yes they rape to procreate. Um, I mean, that's dismissive. Yeah, no, it's just an adventure show, and it's set in an RPG world. I mean, kind of oversimplifying. So, yeah, it's a little more than that. Yeah. I, I, even I say that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, he says, I think it's time y'all change gears and go deeper into anime. Y'all seem burnt out on live action. Most of your positive reviews come from anime, mainly because you know nothing of the world that show builds one, and, and the show builds one for you. While the comic shows y'all bring in baggage from the comic you might have glanced at or watched a YouTube video over. Wow. Whose side are you on? Because now you're jamming at Michael, too. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, time to go. Plus weeb. I take it. Like I said, Jordan still shits on me for watching. I still pay attention to the <laughs> what's going on in the comics. Black gay whether YouTube I'm geek. reading it, Whether I'm reading it or not, I'm still a comic geek because I'm interested in what's happening in the comics. And I school your ass. <laughs> Because I'm like, hey. I watched this YouTube video. (laughs) Anyway, somebody's got to be the comic. It's no different than somebody watching a review, listening to a movie review. (laughs) And then claiming they watched the movie. (laughs) No. I didn't say I I I read all comics. I said I pay attention to what's going on. I'm interested in what's going on in comics. Okay, comic. Fuck you. You you cunt. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? But I mean, but oh, but I wanted to bring this up because... I mean, I think this week kind of illustrates the opposite with this guy saying. Like, it's not that I'm burnt out on just the live action CW shows. Like, I used to fucking love those shows, even though they are Elseworld stories. They're not 101 to 1 percent or 1 to 1 to the what the comics are. And in some, in a lot of cases, I actually like shows and movies that simplify overcomplicated comic book plot lines and reinvent them for either TV or movies. So it's not even that I don't like Elseworlds. I do. I just don't like bad writing. And unfortunately, the CW shows have been very poorly written the last couple of episodes for each show, and specifically this season for CW overall. And really, you know, here and there throughout the past. Mo- you, you say CW, but it's really been Supergirl mostly. Like The Flash, for the most part, has been on an upswing. It was just last season that was terrible. Yeah. And I think Arrow this season. Well, even Arrow last season. But the only thing is just about the Diaz thing that... But last season there was a lot of force drama and stuff in Arrow that we complained about. But that 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 happened in the, that happened in the last half of Arrow. Yes, but the first half of Arrow was pretty strong. But Michael, strong. we're negative about everything. But here's the thing: this guy's, and you know, thank you for emailing, Daryl. I'm not hating on you for emailing. Um, I do appreciate your input, even if I don't 100% agree with it. Um, this reminds me a lot of one of my Instagram comments about like. You're not reviewing things the way I want you to review them, or you're not your your perception of things aren't the same way I see them. You know what I mean? Because it's not like I'm bringing baggage. That's why I don't like these CW shows. I don't like them because I don't think they're written that well. In in some cases, not all cases, but some. Um, and to say that we're just negative on everything, I think is also an oversimplification of like how we feel about things. Um, to that end, I do think that our ratings on average are higher for anime shows, but not all. 
because even Attack on Titan, we were rating kind of low uh-huh. this season. Um, so it's really just, it de- I think it just depends on what we perceive to be something that's well yeah, written. Yeah, people rec- recommended in the uh, Blur Vision chat, shout out to that, to wa- for me to watch Yuri on Ice. Oh, yeah. Because I, I guess, oh, it's gay. Michael will like that. And I watched it. I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I was like, Yowie on Fire? Is that the sequel to You're on Ice? Or like, what the, what the hell? Uh, it's, yeah, it's basically about ice skating and okay. two ice skaters fall for each other. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched like two episodes. And I'm like, who the fuck? Want? I don't want to watch this. Watch Hajime no Ippo. This is boring. Boxing anime. No. There's actually a lot of anime I can recommend to you to watch. Is there gay? Is there gay in that? <laughs> they grab his dick a lot, and he's got giant monster cock. I'm not even joking. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> that means like the, the main character Ippo, who's that's like, not, that's not gay. Okay, but it's something. <laughs> it's more than any other no, anime. I need full on make out. Okay, no. <laughs> you probably don't even like the art style. Like Jamie didn't want to watch that show because she just didn't like the way they were drawn. Cause they were, they're kind of ugly whatever <laughs> it's not about that it's about the the hot-blooded manliness and boxing no it's about the art okay <laughs> all right with that said i think we've ran we've rambled enough i just wanted to kind of fill in some times so i felt like the episode was a little bit too short but with that being said we will see you guys next week <laughs> listen to that oh two uh two and a half hours is too short i felt bad <laughs> people say they like the long episodes usually it's like uh, most podcasts are like an hour 30 minutes we're we're going like fucking the length of the Titanic. I like to go hard and long, Michael. Just like my sex game. <laughs> Do you though? Yes. Are, Why? Who told you? Are, who told you differently? I'm supposed to be like <laughs> you're like Hawk from from Titans. Oh wow! <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. This never happened before. Uh... So sorry. Yeah. Michael, one in five. <laughs> it's more common than you think. This podcast is over. <laughs> this has been Jordan with Michael, uh, and we will see. You next week. Peace. Maybe with Juan. We'll see. No promises. No promises. (laughs) Maybe we should keep it simple. We don't have to decide. Oh, no, we don't need to overcomplicate it. Because I've been here once before. I don't even say it. Baby, please, no promises. Never been a fan of heartbreak So tell me what you want Take my hands across your body We don't have to hold on Oh no, we don't need to overcomplicate it Cause I've been here once before, I don't even say it Baby, please, no promises This morning